turned it way up. <laughs> I could tell. I didn't even need my headphone in. I was rocking out. It was good stuff. I love my that song. one headphone. Um, so I do have a question. Where we're coming into year three, are we going to come up with another song? Because the first year we had no. a song. Nope. No. I like that one. Then this year we've had this song. Unless, unless, unless the folks over that's, at Folk Hogan. That's my question. Would want they to want to make write us? something original for us? I'm not against that, Nick. If you're listening, which I know you do at some point, um, you know. I like that beginning though. But I love that. Song. I never get tired of it. I'm just wondering if they would want to do a season three opening for us. Uh, I feel like. It- no. Bootleg. I feel like that's is cool. Yeah, and like a lot of the podcasts I listen to will go four or five years before changing their opening tune. Now, we may change how we open the show, meaning that may be something that we play in the background as we talk over it or we start as, by as talking. As like a professional introduction? Yeah, I don't know. Welcome though. to the New Utah Podcast. Yeah, this is the New Utah Podcast. Da, 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 da. I don't know. <laughs> Or do NPR stuff. Okay, so I was I was I, I was wanting to learn some some tips for editing because I always want to try and improve things, and I've been uh, into this Im- improvey sort of mode lately. Um, I got to turn myself up over here. I'm a little quiet to me. There we go. Thanks uh, for announcing that. Yeah. Well, you know. No, the rest of us just do that without making a big deal about it. I have to do it when I'm talking or. I just stop talking. So you, have to, you have to yeah. tell yourself what you're doing. Well, the right? problem is I'll stop talking in the middle of the sentence and just do <laughs> it. And then it, that's not good podcasting when you do that. We do that all the time. I know. So anyway, um, so I'm, I'm, and I got this course. I, I use this online site to do a bunch of courses to learn different programs and stuff that I want to learn. Um, like I'm taking a really good course on Java right now. Um, so a lot of their courses are good, but I took this course on, you know, podcast production and it is the dumbest fucking course I've ever taken. <laughs> and it is like, like to the, like, here's how you should have a, the file structure you should set up. And here's a download of the file folder with these subfolders inside of it for you to use when creating your podcast. And I'm like, holy shit, the complexity that you made out of something that's relatively simple to do is insanity to me. Like, Okay, this course sucks, so I flipped through some of the videos, and they're just... Are they free courses? Uh, no, not all of them. No, most of them cost money. I This site's weird. Like every, So the site, you'll get a course, and it's like... I mean, normally priced at like 150 to $200 for a lot of the courses, but they'll run sales every few months where all their courses or a whole bunch of their popular courses are like 10 to $20. Oh. And so that's when I'll, I'll sign up for a bunch of courses that I think I'll want to go after. So um, anyway, that's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And I just think it's weird because they were talking about using the same intro piece over and over and over again. And I like the song, but outside of that, I like that our intros different in terms of what we, we do. So I like the familiarity of the song. I know for me, when I'm listening to podcasts, it's weird to just dump right into talking. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that with, I mean, radio shows. It's like I told you the one that I listen to on Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. You know, it's super fun when, like, you know, it's starting. What's this radio that you speak of? It's satellite radio. It's not even terrestrial radio. What is this radio thing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not familiar with it. Oh, I love it. Uh, So we had a hell of an adventuresome week this week. Um, So it all goes back to really right after last week's recording. So I guess it was Wednesday, right? Did it happen? Wednesday night? I thought it was Tuesday. Maybe it was Tuesday night. Um, so anyway, we're 
we're uh, getting ready for bed. We're asleep. And at like 1230, Sean comes into the bedroom and wakes us up. 1230 at night. And she's before got, that. She's got Cassie, maybe a little bit before that, whatever. She's got Cassie on the phone or Don no, on the phone. She had Don on the phone. She has her dad on the phone. She's waking us up. And so we're like in the middle of like waking up from deep sleep, like what? You know, it's what what's going on? Cassie's Cassie's car got stolen, dad's on the line. We're like, There's what? somebody stalking her or something. And I yeah. look over and sure enough, my phone is ringing. And so she starts talking to Cassie, and Cassie's like frantic my car got stolen and there's some guys following me around and they won't leave me alone and they're stalking me and everything's closed and i can't get back in because it's after midnight and it's in the middle of the week because god knows why she has to fucking go to the gym from 10 to 12 two hours by the way we'll get to that in a little bit <laughs> um but so Bree's like okay and as soon as she kind of gets her like senses about her she's like boom call 911 you know hangs like yelling at sean to fucking shut up because she well, kept talking sean kept talking to don on the speakerphone yeah and Bree's like, so I i'm like get out sister. get out and she, cassie's like what what and i'm like oh my god yeah and so then she when just i take sean's get, phone and, and dolls no, no, that's not what happened i tried to get her to call 911 and every time she would hang up from her dad he would try and call her back because he thought they were disconnected and so she couldn't dial 911 because you just so finally she back. screamed at the phone, Dad, Mom needs me to dial 911. Stop calling me. Because, you know, sensible dad, when daughter calls freaked out, you know, doesn't think to call the cops when she says someone's stalking me. No, he calls his other daughter to wake her up to come wake us up instead of just calling the cops himself. So I'm, I had Cassie in my left ear and the 911 operator in and my so right ear. And so at this point, and I, like hearing this, I'm like, where's she at? She's and in Chris Boston, and West dressed. Valley, and I'm like, I'm out the door. Like, I have shorts on and my undershirt, and like, I'm gone. Like, I'm driving to where she was supposed to be. Uh, and I get there, and there's no one there. The boss is completely fucking dark. The parking lot's totally empty. I'm like, where the hell is she? Because she's not here. And I'm like, are there cops there? Has she gotten to the cops? Like, finally, someone texts me and says, she's at McDonald's across the street. Well, so because this guy wouldn't leave her alone. And I don't think he meant anything bad. I think he was trying to be helpful. But this kind of goes along the lines of, like, men not realizing how threatening they can seem. Like, when you're very, very persistent with a woman, if if they don't want you to be persistent, it becomes very threatening, no matter how kind and, and nice you want to be about it. So apparently, this guy had introduced himself to her in the the gym and so he was calling her by her name and it was creeping her out and he was like i think maybe your car was towed and she's thinking how does he know you know even if he saw a car being towed i i mean i guess you jump to that conclusion you make that assumption but at the same time like how does he know what car i drive and so she's like no my mom's coming to pick me up well he gets in the car and starts pacing her in his car yeah and, she's and so trying i to said get away. i said Go to McDonald's. It's 24-7. There are going to be people there. The problem is, is McDonald's is all the way up the top of the street and across. So, so the, you've got Vasa, the whole width of the Salt Lake Community College, and then like the Burger King parking lot before you even get to the corner. And then you got to cross the street. So he stayed there and was bothering her. I could hear him talking in the background until she started crossing the street. So anyway, the cops get there. I get there and... Don gets there. They're like, so do you have like the license plate number or the VIN number? So I, I get the VIN number from Bree and he looks it up and he's like, yeah. The good news is your car wasn't stolen. The bad news is it was towed. It's like, <laughs> I don't know why. They don't say why. It's private property. They have the right to do basically whatever the hell they want. He's like, and I'm sorry, but the tow companies that are out here are they're basically just dicks. Like he was like, he was trying to find a nice way to say it. And then he just like, they're dicks. <laughs> 
I'm like, well, yeah, I, you know, tow companies in the city that tow out a lot are generally assholes because they fucking tow for anything. But I'm like, whatever. You know, it's the car's not stolen. She's fine. Like, it's 1230 at night, whatever. So I call the company, and the dude's like, oh, it's after hours now. So if you want to pick it up right now, it's an extra $80. I'm like, okay, but what's the impound fee if I let it sit overnight? And he's like, $80 less than right now. I'm like, all right, it's not fucking worth going down there tonight. I'm like, why'd you even tow her? Well, she wasn't parked in a parking spot. She was just parked in a lot. She still in insists that she was parked in a parking spot, even though we showed her a video. And so I'm like, well, do you have pictures or videos? Like, yeah, we take video every time we tow someone like that. And he's like, so just when you come down tomorrow, just ask for it and it'll be there. So anyway, we get up, we go down there to go down to the tow, tow yard, which was kind of hard to find. Um, but once we get there uh, and I ask, I have to call the guy. He texts me the video. I don't know why he couldn't fucking text me the video from his phone that night. But he texted me the video. Sure enough, so you know how parking lots have a bunch of stalls and then they'll have a gap for cars to drive through and right. they might have more stalls after that? Yeah, she was parked in that gap. So legit. She was like and, and and showing her the video, I'm like, look, this is a stall. This is a clearly marked as a line that you're the thing you're on top of is not a stall. She's like, Well, it looked like one to me. I'm like, doesn't fucking matter what it looked like to you. Lesson learned. <laughs> Two hundred dollars later, you got your car back. Like bad experience like it, sometimes it takes that like be more careful learn where you're parking so uh yeah that was our experience and that was just <laughs> talk about shit like then you're all amped up because you're like oh my my kid's in trouble and, and not just like car got towed but you're thinking the worst so you're woken up in the middle of the night you're amped up i don't go back to sleep until like two in the morning and then we have to get up and go get our damn car in the morning after that so it was kind of a brutal long day after that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, whatever. <laughs> car, car towing. <laughs> uh, this is the same kid who, um, there's a rain like a week ago. And my guess is, so she's, she, her Jeep, Jeeps drive quite a bit different than other cars. They have like a shorter wheelbase, it feels like. Um, and they have quite a bit of torque. And so... The other day, she said she was driving in from a stop. She went to leave at the light, and her car spun around. Whoa. Like, that's not normal. But everything that I've, like, read since then suggests that, yeah, it's just shitty driving. <laughs> like, just going too fast off the line, driving too fast for conditions. Because it's not a four-wheel drive all the time. You have to put it into four-wheel drive for it to be a four-wheel drive, you know? So... But you try explaining that to a fucking 20 year old who thinks they know everything and thinks like they're perfect at what they do. Yeah. You're the so, parent. You're the idiot. Yeah. You you know, know. Even though they came to you asking you for guidance as to why that happened, <laughs> because it's not just a car. I'm like, Cassie, I don't know anything on a car that would actually cause that to happen randomly. Like the best I can say is maybe your suspension has gone completely bad. But if that was the case, it wouldn't just be on a slick road. Like maybe, and Bree's like, maybe you were in a patch of oil because when those get wet, they're like crazy slick. Uh, no, nah, she wouldn't have any of it. So. <laughs> so Fault, how, faulty car. <laughs> how about you guys? How was your weekend? I got nothing to compare to that. <laughs> that wasn't even the weekend. So uh, we had uh, Mother's Day. We went to the market on um, the market, the special market they did. On Saturday. On Saturday. And we, we ran into Jessica. As we were walking out, she was walking Did in. you find anything? Yeah. Well, we went specifically to meet up with uh, Jenna Olio and 
Yeah, we um, buy we sent an order to her and said, oh. can you please make sure you have all these things because Cassie's dying for them. <laughs> yeah. So Cassie is like, should be their poster child for products because she uses like everything except their beard oil. <laughs> so what did you get while you were there, Jess? Cheese. Cheese. cheese from Amy's Rock. Home Cooking because oh, she... Oh, that cheese was so good. She had the Wildcat, which is my favorite seasoning, the maple habanero, put into a cheese from a company in Vermont. And I was like, how did you end up in Vermont? And she said, it's a friend from high school. So she shipped them the spice and said, hey, can you turn this into a cheese oh, for me? And so it is so good. So good. And, um, and then I bought some pastries from Bubble and Brown for my mom because they do some stuff with rhubarb and... And she loves rhubarb, so... The girls really like their Cassie pastries. Cassie had um, the strawberry, strawberry rhubarb brioche. brioche. Yeah. Nice. And Sean had... Their, their, his strawberry shortcake is... I ate it last night. That's, it that's what Sean had. Sean had the strawberry shortcake. It's so good. Oh, and I got to... So on... Was it Saturday as well? So that was the beginning of a six and a half hour shopping day with the girls in Brie. You should have come shopping with me. I went to the Wasatch Community Garden plant sale Fuck, in I the rain. It would have been much better than six hours of mall shopping with girls it's for brutal. specific items. It's not bad if it's not specific items, but since you're looking for a dress and shoes to go with the dress, it is a brutal fucking experience, especially when the girls have like the pickiest fucking taste and like... like <laughs> Nope, nope. Has to be exactly what I'm thinking in my mind, or I'm not gonna get it. You could have gone to like two movies, three. Well, not two nowadays. Maybe, yeah. Depends on what you saw. And then we went to dress. Is that what she's looking for? Yeah, yeah. And she ordered one, and it's not here yet. So I'm thinking that this weekend she's probably gonna have to go um, find another dress. Yeah, China dress hasn't got here yet. Apparently, it's coming out of China. (laughs) Did you get it from Wish? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. They found it online somewhere and, and ordered it, and it's coming from China. So, uh, are you? I so I didn't go to this event on Sunday, which I wish that I would have, but I had other things to do. Um, are you guys familiar with uh, the term balls? Not like gown balls, but like yeah, gay New York City balls, like voguing. It's where voguing came from. Paris is Burning is like a really famous movie that's about the ball scene in New York City in the like late 70s and early 80s. So they decided to put on an event here in Salt Lake to bring that here. So they're bringing the balls to Salt Lake? Yes. And (laughs) one of my friends who is a local queen who at Drag Brunch... Uh, did a kick or something about a year and a half ago and busted his nose. Um, this weekend also hit his knee on his forehead. 20 stitches. Kept dancing like a champ. Uh, K- <laughs> K-Bye is pretty much amazing. Like the, it's like <laughs> the stitches on his forehead are amazing. But, but it was really funny because he was doing a, a Facebook live of, of doing his makeup because that's what a lot of drag queens do. And uh, I was like, oh, we were joking about it. And he was like, oh, yeah, like maybe I'll break my arm this time or something. Like we were totally joking about it. And then he ended up doing it. And I was like, yeah, I remember, remember that time that we were joking about it. But I'm glad he didn't break his arm because stitches heal much faster than a broken bone. So also, I don't know why we haven't even brought this up, but something happened on Wednesday night last week. What happened once? See, Noah, because because everyone the Jess has seen me in person since then too. Oh yeah, you should. So everyone's seen me in person since then, so it's not a shocker to you guys anymore. 
Yeah, I shaved my head. I, I took the plunge. Awesome. Let's get a picture of that and post it. I love it. I think I was, did post it. Yeah, that's how. Not on our page. Nope. The new Utah. I didn't think about that. We can Instagram it. Okay. Well, we'll just use the same ones, the before and after, because they're great, crazy pictures. Looks good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's growing on me. I don't hate it. Come summer. He doesn't see himself enough, and so he freaked himself just out the first sure day he was driving to work. Sunscreen. He was like, "Yeah." I looked in the rearview mirror and I was like, "Oh my god, it was the bald guy." <laughs> <laughs> so you did have an issue posting the show last week. Uh, sort of. Yeah. So I apologize for those of you that listen to it first thing in the morning. Um, usually, I, I've been in the habit now of uploading them late at night after I because. Behind the scenes, unlike most shows, I, I edit our show right after we're done. I stay up late and edit it no matter what on the, the Tuesday night that we record. Um, <laughs> what? Like the, the like the 30 minutes it takes for me to get home? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's really easy. Even home so like the this. show tonight is going to be quite easy. Next week's show has a fuck ton of editing to do, um, a lot of which I have uh, I've started because we recorded the interview uh, at time and place. Um, but there's a ton of stuff when we move around or we have a couple different guests, there's a lot of editing that I do, but a show like tonight, like I just fix sound levels and that's one of the things about our show guys. We, we, uh, we don't cut stuff out. We're all natural. It's, yeah, we don't we don't <laughs> chunk things together very often. Our interviews um, that we do for the most part are, are long form. We don't we don't cut stuff out unless a guest says something and then is like, "Can you please cut that out?" and then then we'll cut it out. Or sometimes we'll dub over things when Jess tells people where other people <laughs> live. Uh, <laughs> that one's gonna haunt you for That's a while. That's okay. She doesn't live there anymore. Um, oh yeah, she did move. I guess. Um, so, and you could just tell her to change your name like you did, you know, to start going by Jennifer or something. <laughs> um, but it, you know, we just, we just do it all. It's, it's out in the open and we just have very conversational interviews. Um, and even us talking here, we just, I just don't edit it unless I really have to. Um, so the editing that I do is sound quality type stuff. So sometimes it's really fast. Um, other times it's not, and it takes a while, but I always stay up and do it Tuesday night because it's easier to do it right away when it's all fresh and I have all my notes. Um, and so I had been getting up early on Sat on Wednesdays and posting the episodes, and I'm like, why the fuck am I doing that? You gotta just put up. No one's if they're up that late. Bonus. If not, then whatever. They'll get it in the morning. So I upload them and just let the feeds refresh naturally overnight. And they all seem to be up in the morning. And I actually, it's a good check for me in the morning to see if the show's up on the different, uh, the different feeds. So, um, yeah, it's a little issue. And my computer decided to restart <laughs> and apply updates in the middle of the upload. So it uploaded a blank episode. Um, so I fixed it in the morning first thing when I saw it. But uh, if you downloaded that, zero megabyte episode or something. <laughs> I apologize. Hopefully we didn't lose any of our four listeners. I've had, this so. is the last straw. I cannot no put more. this. <laughs> Fuck, this episode was an hour later than normal. Sons of bitches. <laughs> but tell all my friends in Ireland to not fucking listen anymore. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> He's probably trying to mow a lawn. He's like, God damn it. I can't mow the lawn because I don't have the fucking episode <laughs> to listen to. You see Peter sitting on his tractor going, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I listen to? That's when he just gets off the tractor, 
Goes and you in. just let the let the lawn so grow just, another week. Today is I just can't do it. So anyway, that was uh, I don't. This seems like a lot of behind the scenes talk for no reason. Jess, <laughs> Jess, will you will you save me? No, I didn't put that on there. Someone else did. I did. Oh. <laughs> oh, you actually got on the document. I did. I thought Jess put it on. No, there. I did because because last week you said something about oh this will be good to talk about next week. You did. Did I? So I remember stuff sometimes. Oh, you did. Good. But and, I can and, save you by talking about And I want to prove that I have logged into our <laughs> show. I see. I see. <laughs> see, last week it was my turn. This week it was Jeremy's. Yeah. I'll never do it again. Jeremy, yep. yeah, Jeremy did a lot less than you did, though. Now, now <laughs> next year, we'll do it again. Next year. Hey, once a year is not bad, I guess. For our fourth year. So Jess and I were talking. I actually uh, set up a tweet deck with our, our podcast and stuff, and you guys probably got invites to it. I did. Uh, to, to post on it on Twitter. You already have access. So it's not I don't really... use TweetDeck, though. Yeah, I do. Because I have multiple Twitter accounts. I actually have to manage. You'll have to show me how to work I have that. Four. Do you use a software or do you nope. just log into each I account? Just log in. You fucking crazy. Let me show you. Thanks. Have you ever tried TweetDeck? Oh, my boss uses it. I'll show you. That's, I don't care. That's I don't want them all tied together. Because what happens if you post the wrong thing on the wrong page? Then you're effed. Just make you can make it so TweetDeck requires. You never a post anything offensive. That's true. Oh, thanks. I mean, he she does post dick pics, but it's <laughs> like I've never seen anything on your feeds that like I'm like, oh, I wonder how her boss would feel about that. I see that on other people's, or I'm like, really, you post that? Like your boss follows you, but I've never seen anything like that on any of your feeds. Uh, when I started Twitter, it was because I was following a tattoo artist in New York City. You started Twitter. Yes. Well, you uh, when I started raw, being you on. Raw into that if you didn't. <laughs> when I started my account. Uh, anyways, <laughs> then I started my job and my bo- like all these people that my boss knew that are really big influencers in the auto industry started following me. And I flat out told them, I was like, just so you know, I'm not posting auto stuff on my personal page. Like, if these people want to follow me, they're going to see that I'm posting about drag queens, drag queens and Cup entertainment cakes. and whatever else and he was like the cakes thing. cakes with drag queens inside of them <laughs> it's not very often i post my cake stuff on twitter no it's all instagram yeah. have you ever made a cake with a drag queen inside with a drag queen inside i think that that would be unfortunate because no. you would cook the drag queen well no, but, i mean no. but since you've made cakes for the drag queens have, they've had your cakes inside them that's true. <laughs> have you ever put that's like true. a dildo in a cake for a drag queen or a, a person? I, have, I don't know why it has to be a drag I queen. Ha- no, but I, I've made a couple of inappropriate cakes. Yes. Do they have dildos sticking out of them? No. Did you make your own fondant penis? I did. Actually, so, yes. so where, was it and a car- I did and I did a vagina one too. Was once. it a cartoon penis? No. Or a, so it was. A to- it looked. It was real. It had. It was sitting on top of a tongue. It had ejaculation. That's real. I did make that cake. All right, That's Jess awesome. making porn cakes since 1993. <laughs> porno cakes. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that reminds me of. We're, we're sitting at gaming and we have a bunch of little toys now that we play with. Not Carissa sex, does, Carissa not doesn't sex like toys. it when they play with her decorations. Not so she se- bought yeah. them toys. <laughs> like I, I straight up picked up like they've got this like, you know, the elephant thing they have on that bookshelf. Yes. I picked that up. I was like playing with it. <laughs> so the next week there was a basket full of like toys like putty and stuff. So we're sitting there and she sets this thing down in front of me and I look down and she's made an anatomically correct dick out of silly putty. 
out of flesh colored silly putty and put it right in front of me. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> no, no, it was not awesome. But that's what Jess's penis cake made me think of. And then she had to be like, it was on a tongue and there was ejaculate. And I'm like, okay, that's way further than the penis putty. Turn my volume off. Sorry. What? I've got to turn my cell phone volume uh, down. It's okay. I don't think anyone heard anything. It's like when you burp into the mic and no one hears it. I have yet to really like happen? actually burp into the mic. One of these days you'll be surprised. That putty is awesome, by the way. My cousin's kids have it, but in little tiny tins. But yeah. it's the same stuff. Yeah, I like this stuff. The little stress putty is great. Stuff with the glitter gets everywhere. Yeah, whatever. It'll run out eventually. <laughs> so do we have events jess yes we have some cool events uh first and foremost on thursday um so the beards and bottles at shades of pell um was going to be a charged event but it is now free so just make sure to go and buy beer and buy product it'll be super fun so it's oleo shades of pale and bar uh dave the barber his store is in Draper. Yeah, in Draper. Anyways, it's going to be super fun. 7 o'clock Where's on it? Thursday. Shades of Pale. That shades of Pale. Yes. Um, this coming up weekend is the Living Traditions Festival. Um, I talk about it every year because I love going. Um, just countries from all over the world. Food, art, performances. It is the 18th to the 20th. Um, if you want to go see Folk Hogan, they are playing at Bar Name Sue on the 18th. Which one? Midville, I wrote down because I was like, oh yeah, there's two of them. Um, also this week on Thursday, remember Joanne told us they were going to be releasing an anniversary bottling for Talisman Brewing? Yeah. It's coming out on Thursday. Have they um, announced what it is? It is a Belgian... L and it is uh it was in a Pinot Noir cask. Oh nice. Yes, so it's nine point five. We have to go up to Talisman yes. to get it cast. Yep, yeah. it's nine point five <laughs> Um maybe I can send her an email and see if she'll hold on to a couple bottles for us. It's so, so fucking far away for a beer. I got there every so often. So um That's even further for you. Like that's anybody, insane. Anybody around here carry them? Yeah, not, no. not their high. Not that stuff. Not though. the high percentage. Some, they don't. some stuff you can get at the liquor store. Some stuff you can get at Harmon's. But I'm pretty sure this one is just going to be in-house. Yeah, it sounds like it'll be a really small batch. So on the 20th, and this happens um, like every couple weeks, but, but the Buzzed Coffee Truck does pop-up shops, and they have people come and play music, and it just so happens that Nick is playing. So if you haven't had a chance because it's way past your bedtime to go to one of his shows, this is a great opportunity to go hear him play and have some really, really good coffee. They make good hot chocolate. And their caramel macchiato is amazing. Yeah, it it's is. not super sweet. It is my favorite. So that's at 960 West, 1000 North, and it's from 830 to 1 on the 20th. So that will be super fun. And then remember last week I told you about the the, the Wasatch Forge event? Yes. That you can go build post-apocalyptic weapons. Oh, yeah. You're going to get that for your mother for Mother's Day. I wasn't going to. <laughs> That's no, happening. that was my suggestion to give her something to do. <laughs> anyway, so that's this week. Next week, um, we finally have it. The Sugar House Distillery Rye Whiskey and Oat Soap Class with Oleo. They have finally teamed up. On the 27th, which is a Sunday at 11 a.m., this class is going to sell out 
super fast. I just know it. And so that will be super fun. And then cider and yoga is back at Mountain West on the 29th. It's 30 minute yoga. And then you have tasting and like a little class about the benefits of the cider. And then on the 25th, if you're in Ogden, oh, so you can go buy beer and then you can go to Funk and Dive Bar and watch Folk Hogan. It's like a win-win situation hmm. on the 25th. I have something going on that weekend. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to say no, I'm you're not doing pretty that. pretty sure I can't do anything that weekend. <laughs> like, that's okay. But anybody could do that. I really so. wish I could. I would consider it, but um, something about some kid having some ceremonies going on and... Well, when I say house. you, it's a very general term. Like anybody. No, can no, go I meant me specifically because I want to try that beer, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd love to go see Folk Hogan. I mean, the the bar name is catchy and awesome. It is pretty it's cool. The fucking dive bar. <laughs> Funkin' dive. That's what I said. Funkin' dive. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, so that's a great bar name. That is a great bar name. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Funk and dive. Funk and dive. Oh, I also forgot on May 20th is the Sugarhood Flea Market, which is like an urban flea market. Sugarhood. But at the that's American where, Rust Company. That's where Gentrified Sugar House tries to be like gangsta. Their Instagram hmm. is one of the funniest Instagrams. They're awesome over there at kind of American Rust Company. Sugar House when you're so yuppie. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like the shop that they have on American Pickers. Basically. Oh. So oh. <laughs> not much to look at. No, they have so much to look at. Their shop doesn't have much crap in it. They just mostly No, sell they stuff just privately. always show the like lobby on that show. There's they have two stores on one property. I don't know. Or does it look like hoarders live there? No. I can't sure? watch that show. It bugs me. Hmm. American Pickers, Pickers does? Yeah. I love that, that show. Bad. I know you hate storage wars too. It's too messy. Yeah, it's like that's the thing. Like American Pickers is like Hoarders on a grand scale, and they're not getting any help. Right, but I also love that there's a lot of history behind the items that they're it's looking at. I love cool. that. When you watch that show, and they're digging through some dude's barn, who's got more crap than they know what to do with. They find one little item, and the guy's like, "Oh no, that I want that." It's well, true. That's the whole hoarder mentality. Yeah, it is. And th- here's the thing, right? So watching that show, the only thing that goes through my mind is. You know, I bet hoarders watch this show and justify the fucking insanity that they live in. Like, but if see, you look at the see t- those fucking dolls that are somewhere buried 16 feet under other shit in my bedroom. They're worth money. That guy just bought stuff from this other guy. It's like the project I went to today. It's my fucking retirement. Was it a hoarder? Oh, on oh, a grand scale. <laughs> but it's always neat when they find something that's like... Like they found these old cars and when they called their expert, they ended up being like eight to ten thousand dollars. Like it's so neat. And then he sold them. Yeah. Yeah, but all the rest of the crap that he has just annoys me. The little kid carousel that he found. Oh Yeah, I just don't like I I like the show personally, because I think there's some really cool stuff in the show. But I really do. It's just like you're just justifying hoarding. Like, that is exactly what's going on. Was there anything cool on. at your property today? No. It was scary. It was all trash. It was tra- legitimately trash. It was... That's scary. Uh, yeah, I saw pictures. <laughs> I, just, I just don't see how, like, hoarders can justify the fact that things have, like, poop and pee and mold on them and that they should keep them. It washes off. 
Yeah. All those <laughs> rat feces, the rat feces are fine on that piece of paper. I can use that to take notes with. I might want to read that newspaper. Or the from books 40 that they have that are like full of mold or yeah, like I, lotions that are like 20 years old and they're all like separated. But if you look, I didn't understand hoarding until I really started watching American Pickers and the generation of people that hoard. Well, some, not all of them are generational. It's it's younger people too, but most of hoarders have. Well, I would say they've had a traumatic. Usually, they have had have, a traumatic event. Well, they but they come from a certain generation of whether it's the Great Depression or and that was passed down from their family. Like, yeah, because in the Great Depression, you didn't get rid of shit because you never yep. knew when you were going to need it mm-hmm. uh, because you had nothing. I mean, it was yeah. But the thing is, is people then valued it, so they actually took care of it. The problem with a hoarder, like a real true hoarder, is they want to keep everything, but they don't actually yeah, like the value barns, the item. The barns they walk into on American Pickers half the time have giant fucking holes in the roof. Everything in there is rusted out. Like Yeah, and so it, even if you do have something of value, it's I like ruined. Episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I that's that's the problem that I have with hoarders cuz I have a tendency to to want to keep things just in case and it's hard for me to get rid of a lot of things, but when I tr- when I keep them, I at least try and keep them organized because I want them to be a value of, at some point, right? Because it's not a value if you can't find it. <laughs> so this has been hoarding Hoarder on talk. the New Utah podcast. <laughs> By the way, this is the New Utah podcast. I don't even think we fucking introduced the show. I don't think we did either. Um, well, here we are, um, 30 minutes plus in, events gone through, talking about hoarding. <laughs> That is, is that all the events that you had? <laughs> I don't I don't even know because we got on this hoarding subject and. Yes. Okay. If you want more, one more rad event though, um, the 16th, which is today when this uh, will post tonight, go to Bountiful because they're having their annual chalk art festival and it's on Main Street. Chalk but it's art. rainy. Yeah. It's not raining right now. That shit no, will last for a day. It's like rainy. A, that shit will last for a day. Julia's doing the. Walk the chalk at Riverton. She won last year first place. She's doing it again this year. I think it's the last week of school. They just draw. Yeah, but it's like, yes, they're giving a they're giving a chunk of sidewalk in front of the high school. So it's like a six by six, six foot by six foot piece of sidewalk, and they have pretty much the whole day. But it has to be a theme, and it's like all all of the art students and some. So they assign them the theme. No. Oh, you just have to theme. You have to have a theme, so it's not just whatever. So I think <clears throat> Julie is doing... She should do porno cakes. Porno cakes. <laughs> I think she's doing video game symbols or emblems or something. So like the PlayStation symbol or I, something like... Anyway, I don't know. She... This is beyond Jeremy's comprehension, folks. I just want you to know, <laughs> like, there's a level of being in touch with your kids that Jeremy is never going to get because he's not a video game guy. No, I had an Atari. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeremy's like, I played Atari once when I was like 12. Anyway. Yes. And his kid, like his daughter dates a kid who got a esports scholarship. For- he's like, I don't know, he plays some game. Yeah. Overwatch? Yeah, Overwatch. It's Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah, that, that blows my mind how you get a scholarship for playing a damn That is the game. fucking most awesome thing in the world. The fact that that is Can a real... about this? Yeah, and the fact that that is a real thing now is... is It's so amazing. It's great. There's hope for Truman. Uh, Tell Tr- John. Truman will be fine. John knows that. I think he just... Uh, he's read that book. 
So that's all. That's all you need to read <laughs> that one book. Uh, it's a it's a really good book, by the way. If you're interested in why video games are so uh, prevalent and why people play them, um, and if you don't think you play video games, um, the next time you get on your phone and you play fucking Candy Crush or whatever stupid phone game or Facebook game you play, that's a video game. That's a video game. Uh, there's a great book. Does um, Wheel of Fortune count? Yep, it's a video it game. Phone. It doesn't matter if you play it. It's a video it's game. A it's, it's a it's still a video game. Um, and the same concepts apply from uh, the simple Wheel of Fortune game uh, all the way up to super complex games. Um, but if you read this book, it's called Reality is Broken. It's uh, Jane McGonigal, who is a uh, um, kind of an expert in the matter. And her her sister, Lauren McGonigal, is another PhD holder in something. I don't know. Anyway, the book's really good, but it talks a lot about why video games are so successful. Why games like World of Warcraft still, that fucking game still has people playing it all the time. Legends of Zelda. My kids play that one. My roommate like tells the, me about like Dungeons and Dragons all the time. I know. Well, I remember Legends of Zelda on, when I was in like high school. Shirt. When I saw your shirt, I sang yeah. the music. Zelda. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Zelda. This is the original one, though. This shirt's the original Legend of Zelda. So I say, I remember it when I was in high school. I got the gold cartridge out in the garage. Sweet. I have I have a game console. I have one, too, out in the garage. I have a Sega Genesis out there as well. Sega. Sega! And Sonic the Hedgehog, one of the first first-person shooters on a console. Was it Doom? Did you guys um, know that Michael Jackson did the music for Sonic? For one of the Sonic games? So really? I tell you that. I learned that this week. Did you know Latoya Jackson is one of the finalists on Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition? I still think Latoya and Mike are the same person. When she laughs, she goes... They might be. When they she laughs, she be. goes, hee hee. She is so <laughs> ugly. Oh my God. I haven't seen Mike in a while. So much. He's in for he's in the Forest Lawn Cemetery in Los Angeles. No, just in case you're wondering. It's just it, it was fake. You can't even get close he's to it. He's hanging out with Tupac and Biggie, don't fake worry. Fake news. Right? Fake news. It's just a switcheroo. Oh my god. The fucking Korean thing. Did you see that speech? Yes. Like three in the morning. He's like, We got the best rated, Kim the Jong, highest rated Kim Jong program. for taking such good care of these guys that he tortured and made miserable. That was the weirdest segue that you guys has ever made from Michael Jackson to Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. Fake well, news. Jer- Jeremy said fake news and it immediately took me to Donald Trump. That's my association with fake news, by the way, folks, is Donald Trump. That's why I'm going to start telling you about cakes. It's just fake news. Then you won't even get a cake. It's just fake news. All right. So speaking about fake news, because we're going to we're just going to dive into some news. Um, Tribune. Yeah, oh my gosh. Monday announced, they announced the layoffs were coming a week ago, and then yesterday they they actually did them. Um, it was so sad watching everyone walk in with boxes. That was, what? There was a news clip where people were walking into the office like with boxes to clean out their desks and stuff. Oh, I thought you were like standing outside the office building and were like. She was. Yes. Taking pictures. Like, wow, that's. I'm I'm like Ben Winslow. Way to be committed. Everywhere. This is fucked up. Uh, no, so um, so radical restructuring of this is funny. They say it's Utah's largest newspaper, and it is sort of. Um, but we'll talk about it. Um, Thirty-four Salt Lake Tribune employees uh, from a newsroom staff of ninety uh, lost their jobs. So um, 
some of the big things out of this is uh, the local section. Oh, yeah, the Utah section. Utah section will be gone. So it just means you have to listen to us more. Yeah. So um, the local stuff is is going to be. It's already was cut from Monday. Now it's going to get cut from Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, which is really fucking crazy to me. Like, if you're going to cut anything in the Tribune, why are you cutting the local news? Right, because it's not like you get the local news anywhere else. But this this is just another step in a calamity of royal fuck-ups, and, and I, I'm not saying that lightly, but total royal fuck-ups in the management of the newspaper company here. So this dates back years ago to a shitty deal that was brokered with them and Deseret News, where Deseret News got all the fucking ad revenue, like the bulk of ad revenue that the two papers were supposed to split. There was, there was court cases over this, but basically when they joined together and formed one company, uh, the Deseret News fucked SL Trib like hardcore, like all the money that SL Trib was making from ads went to Deseret News, like in a really uneven split. Um, because Jesus didn't want the... Uh... So there's mistake one. Mistake two, <laughs> the whole world is going fucking digital. And these happen around the same time. The whole world's going digital. The Tribune can't figure it out. They can't figure out how to monetize stuff digitally, and they're still trying to rely on the sales of actual physical paper. Newspaper companies around the country are folding as a result. And the ones that are staying, like USA Today, have figured out a way to monetize their news uh, online via ad placement and things like that. Salt Lake Tribune can't figure it out. Salt Lake Tribune then changes their website radically to try and incorporate that. And that was like two years ago, right? So Salt Lake Tribune changes their website, makes it the worst fucking news site on the planet to read. I stopped reading the Tribune online entirely when they did that because it was difficult on phones. It crashed all the time. They had banner ads that scrolled the whole damn screen just really bad experience, whether it was on your computer or on your phone, not a great experience to read. They fixed that very recently. They made a, a change that fixed that, but then they made it a subscription-based read. Yeah, no one's going to subscribe. Not implemented well, by the way. Yeah, why would I subscribe here? I can go get Deseret News for free. Deseret News will have a local section. I can go read the Standard Examiner for free. I can go read, uh, what's the one up in Ogden? Is that the standard That's example? That's the standard example. The uh, Daily Herald down in Provo for free. Uh, and City I, Weekly for Daily free. Daily Herald's articles are awesome. They yeah, always tend to, because I always get them in my email, and they always tend to pick up on things that, like the stuff that we do, you know, that not everybody is talking about. It's I really like their paper. So so they changed. The, the website's great now. It works great. It looks great. The problem is after 10 articles in a month, it locks you out of being able to read articles. So guess what I don't do? read articles very often off of their site. Now, there is a way around that. I'm not going to throw it out here. I've told you guys all privately, but there is an easy way around it because the technology to to lock and force subscriptions is total shit. It's, it's crap technology. They probably paid some fucking... IT company that doesn't actually know what they're doing to write the de to design the site and they just did a piss poor job. Like they could run a better site on WordPress than what they're running there. Um, so, and then now this, uh, now they're getting rid of local news. They lay off 34 people. Um, I just don't understand how a local paper gets rid of local news. No one goes to the Tribune for national news. You go there specifically for the local news. You don't, you go to the USA Today or whatever other national paper that you, that you want to do 
for your national news usually. Because a lot of times those are like syndicated things that you that are republished in papers anyway. How do you get, how do you get rid of local news? So, yeah, this is uh It's it's devastating because they're going to go out of business. They won't I I don't think they'll last the year with this formatting. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. I mean, they're under 100,000 subscriptions now. Uh, so they're below 80,000, I think, daily right now. And those are probably all the old people who have had it forever and just haven't bothered to see Which means I have to go buy the Deseret News at Thanksgiving because well, I still like to flip through the ads. Yeah, and we, we quit we quit subscribing to the paper because it just always got thrown in the garbage. Cause no, it didn't. I, cons- it got recycled. I consume, whatever, I consume all my news on my phone when I'm taking a crap in the morning. <laughs> and... uh Honestly, it's lo- a lot of it now is local news stations, KSL, Fox mm-hmm. 13, Well, they ABC. post on Twitter, like, as things are happening. Yeah. You can pull up on Twitter or other, other. Well, and so the thing that I always liked going to a paper for, like the Salt Lake Tribune, is in-depth articles, right? Like, the really good stuff on the legislature that we talk about. You know, when we, when we go through and talk about all the different laws that are coming uh, up and all the stuff that's going on during the sessions... The best articles come out of field reporters for the papers. Stuff like the Green Algae Report. Yeah, like that stuff doesn't come out of out of TV broadcasting because their goal in TV broadcasting is a fifteen Quick. to forty five second spot. That's Scary what they've got. And move on. You could be dead by dinner time. Yeah, and so there's not a lot of in depth reporting. It's quick reads, but it's not it's not great investigative stuff. And I think we're we're gonna lose a lot of that. A lot of people. Paul Raleigh is gone. He retired early. Um, that's a big loss. Those those kinds of people are huge losses, uh, and so it's it sucks. Um, but I there's no one to blame but the the leadership in the Tribune. Just plain and simple, it's been poorly run for ten plus years now, uh, and we're we're seeing the the results of that. Um, at least in my opinion, I, it's just been a, a, a freaking cavalcade of errors, you know, one after the other for these guys. I bitched about it on this show for two years. Yeah, it's too bad though. It's sad to see. It does suck because I don't like the Deseret News that much. Since the late eighteen hundreds, hasn't it? Early eighteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah, sorry for whacking my mic there, folks. Yeah, it's it's been a long around for a long time, a long time. But yeah, less than a hundred thousand people subscribing to the paper is not good. Um, and and the fact that they cannot monetize the digital space. It's not hard to use reputable ads. It's not hard to sell ad space on the side or inline. Like inline ads are fine on a paper as long as they don't scroll forever and they don't trick me into clicking them. That's the one thing that they have to be careful with. Uh, and they just they just suck at it. CNN has freaking tons of ads. If I want to watch a video on KSL, I watch an ad before every fucking video, even if it's a 15-second clip. Yeah. It's the same thing with CNN. It's the same thing with USA Today. Uh, there's videos in, in all of them, um, if, if there's a video. Uh, in, in the actual... TV does it. Yeah, and in the actual story, the body of the story, they'll have a scrolling out a lot of the times. It doesn't bother me to see those ads because they're, they're quick. They're unobtrusive. They're, yeah, they're not obtrusive. They don't take over my browser, but... They're not obtrusive. I just... I'm so disappointed about the whole thing. It really is just bums me out. Um, I'm sure it bums them out too. Well, what's dumb is like they're who's 
it says here, after sounding the alarm last year, May Huntsman, whose wealthy father, philanthropist, and Tribune champion John Huntsman Sr. died. Like, okay, well, he died, and he's the only one that cared about the paper, so now let's screw it over. He had 90,000 subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, no. I, I don't know. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to talk about this story. Um, so Tesla, so big news is Tesla can finally sell cars in the state of Utah. Huge. That was enormous. That was a huge win for them. So we talked about and this. And so just to clarify, because somebody was like, what do you, what do you mean? Because they were asking me about our electric cars at Volkswagen and, and he wanted to build his own, which I guess there's a company down in Utah County that you can buy mm-hmm. the kit. It's really awesome. It's a weird and fucking looking car though. I'm Well, no, it's like a kit that retrofits your engine in whatever car you want. Oh. So, um, Anyways, he, we were talking about Tesla and I said that, oh, like it's really amazing news that this is fine. And he was like, what are you talking about? And I said, they are, you are only able to buy used Teslas in the state of Utah. Yeah, or you could order them week. and get, yep. uh, get them out of state. Yeah. Um, and, and so the reason for that, and Utah is not unique in this respect. Most every state in the country has laws like this. So way back when auto manufacturing and auto sales became a huge thing, uh, a lot of lobbying happened and laws were enacted that basically made it illegal for car dealers, uh, car manufacturers to sell di- sell direct to customers. You had to go through a dealership in order to do that. Uh, and the dealerships are affiliated with the car manufacturer but not owned by the car manufacturer. And throughout the years that has main, been been a maintained thing and basically it was to try and avoid monopolistic type of things going on in the auto manufacturing industry it's not really the landscape of things anymore um but they didn't want you know ford to be able to come back and and put larry h miller out of business because they can simply offer the cars cheaper directly than they could through it either they could undercut prices that's never going to happen at, at this point uh, car manufacturers aren't going to do that as a whole well, Tesla's business model is direct sales, meaning they want to sell themselves. They don't want to use dealerships. They want to uh, sell to consumers directly because part of their sales model is education because all they have is electric cars and they're not cheap. And so they, they are trying to better educate people and they don't think that a, a dealership could do as good of a job. So they've had that nice, beautiful showroom and not been able to sell cars out of it until uh, just now. Um, what did they? What did they do to change that? How did they? They lobbied the state legislature. So they got the law got, changed. Uh, they got uh, some exceptions made for them, basically, um, which is which is huge, huge for them to to be able to do that. Um, so, but I bring this up because. <laughs> Um, we had, so anytime, this is interesting, and if you look at like what Elon Musk said on Twitter, it actually makes a lot of sense, but um, so there was a, a Tesla whose autopilot was engaged that ran into the back of a fire truck in the state of Utah earlier. Uh, it was 60 last miles an hour. Yeah, going 60 miles an hour. Now, he should have been dead. The basically. lady, the lady <laughs> driving the Tesla was just fucking texting and not paying attention because, oh, I had the autopilot on. It's still a new technology. It's not perfect. And anytime an accident happens with these auto driving technologies, it makes national. How do you know headlines. it was a lady? There is no gender in this article. Because I read another article. It's a woman. It was a woman. The twenty-eight-year-old driver, driver of the, the car, car told yep. police, "Blah blah blah," that she was looking at her phone. She she her. had been looking at her phone before the Friday evening. Crash. Doesn't surprise me though. 
I can't read apparently. Yeah. So and you guys, uh, yeah. So I just surprised. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that again. Um, but uh, Elon Musk was like, it's super messed up that this makes national headlines when there's, you know. 28,000 other crashes that never make a national headline, which is true, but no, by the this same is different. By the same token, this is different because it was using an auto driving technology and every time one of those technologies fails, it's going to make big news uh, until they become a mainstay because it's new, because it's really scary, because it's something that people don't trust. Um, but at the same time, the lady walked away with a broken foot, which uh, says she did a not walk away. <laughs> she had a broken ankle. <laughs> she hobbled. She she was taken to the hospital, but, but all she had was a broken ankle. Right, but at sixty miles an hour, she this person slammed. probably should have been dead. If you've into seen, the back of a fire, a if fire you truck. if you look at the pictures in this article, um, and I don't, I think just the one is on there. I don't think the others printed. So that says a lot about the build of this car alone. Yeah, I mean this. It was a Model S, um, which is their basic. But yeah, it with a broken ankle, and she slammed into the back of of a fire truck at 60 miles an hour a fire truck that was stopped so here's the thing and also when you look at the picture i'll let you talk in just a sec jess until then it's my turn (laughs) um the the pictures if you look at them the fire truck doesn't even look like it got hit and the fucking car is demolished okay go ahead jess oh i was just gonna say with tesla being able to sell now i hope that it uh helps them building a greater infrastructure because that was part of my conversation this weekend was because they were like, well, why isn't there more? And I said, because there's not an infrastructure in Utah yet. So, yeah. Well, that's the big thing with Tesla. Like one of the things that Musk did with Tesla is, yeah, they make their own cars, but he's giving everyone that wants it rights to the patent. He's not holding his patents. Right. Hostage, but I mean, like, it's the, like charging the charging stations fees. and that's why, because yeah. he wants to install charging stations all over the place because look, you go on a long trip. In uh, an electric car and it doesn't have a gas motor, guess what you're not going to be able to do? You're not going to be able to drive long distances. Right. I can't go to Vegas in that car. There's not enough. Oh, you might charge. be able to make it to Vegas, but you won't be able to make it back. Yeah, there's not enough quick charge stations out there yet. Yeah. Um, How long does it take to charge? Do you know? Does anybody know? Uh, it depends. Depends on what you're plugged into. Plus, um, it's also a speed issue as well. Yeah. They don't go very fast. So. But that that will come. That will come with battery technology. But the only way for that technology to get better is to have more money going into it. So I just thought that was interesting. Uh, really, if you get a chance, just look it up. It's all over. It made national headlines, and you can see the pictures. So, um, so Salt Lake City, uh, we are the fourth city that's been chosen for another football league that's going to fail. Um <laughs> This one's called the Alliance Football League. Uh, so with Orlando, Atlanta, and Memphis, we have a team. Uh, they're going to play at Rice-Eccles Stadium. They, I don't know, like, who the fuck's going to go to these games is what I want to know because the season is a 10-week season that starts February 9th and ends in April, late April. So basically, this is, is an outdoor, cold-ass fucking football league. Normal football because they've done mm-hmm. indoor, they've done... Yeah, normal football from the sounds of it, and they're going to play at Rice-Eccles, which means they're going to be out in the cold, like February to April, not exactly hospitable climate. Dedicated football fans will be there. They'll be there. I don't know about that, because the indoor football people weren't there either, and this is not a known league. There's only four teams right now. You hang out in the rain when at soccer games, which, by the way, you won. 
Yeah, let's yeah, not but talk it was a poorly it. one. Oh my god, take the win! <laughs> no, no. I did. So I. Listening to one of my RSL podcasts that I listen to, they 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 put it a really succinct way. Like we're ten weeks in, it's a good. This is a good chunk of games to really evaluate the team, and it's not good. Our our performance isn't great. We're playing guys out of position. Well, we, we had uh, we to. had a man up, and we still got scored on. What yeah. the hell? We we still almost lost the win. Um, it was. But anyway, Nick Romano got 200 career wins. Yeah, after he got knocked in the back of the damn that head. That son of a bitch. Nick Romano has every MLS goalkeeper record, I think, that is available. Has them all. By a long shot in some cases. Some By may, hundreds sometimes. may never, ever be broken. Like, he may hold them for the rest of his, you know, his life and, and beyond that. Uh, and he has never been a goalkeeper of the year. In Major League there's Soccer. Something, there's somebody that on some committee somewhere that doesn't, doesn't like him. him. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's the case. But anyway, so this... I don't know how they can justify that. I, I don't know what's going to happen with this team. They start in 2019. I, I'm sure we'll hear more about it as, as we go. I did go to one of the indoor football games when they were here. It indoor, was interesting. Arena was, football was crazy shit when that league was Did you ever in. go to one of those games? I've seen them on TV. I went, to, I went to one and it was different. They're super fast. They're like crazy fast paced. Yeah. Um, well, that's good because normal football is slow as shit. Yeah, arena football was way faster. Uh, I just, I just don't think it's going to survive. It's not the NFL. It's just another football league, and football is not picking up in popularity. It's it's going down. So, but who knows? It's because all the people are getting brain injuries. The only thing going on from <laughs> February to April is basketball, and no one in Utah likes that sport. So. Well, hockey, isn't that hockey season? Yeah, I'm joking. Oh, it's hockey season as well. So the Grizzlies are playing, and the Grizzlies are good. So They're no, fun to watch. No one else is really playing during that time. Uh, Okay. Speaking of playing. Yeah, we're going to talk about, I am so excited for Dave and Buster's, guys. You need to go to quarters, too, though. Quarters, where, you can actually hold your drink and play the game. Where Where is it? Um, It's in the old... Was that Four South and Main Street? The old Manhattan is the old Manhattan building. The she walked downstairs. Oh, the old cafe thing. Whatever was down there it was like a restaurant before, wasn't it? It was like a like a bar. It was a little bar. So is it a barcade? Yes. Quarters. Quarters arcade. Yep. I'll, I'll have to go check it out. Um, is it good new arcade games or is it all retro stuff? Retro. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you about a club down in L.A. Um, when we're done. That's not Utah-oriented. Anyway, uh, Dave & Buster's going to open up next week. So I'm surprised I wasn't in your events. But you can't drink. I'm a little disappointed. Why? I can't drink. No. Why you play? You can drink. You just can't take drinks to the games. Um, it opened this week, actually. Was it this week? It I thought it was next Monday. week. I thought it was next Monday. So you can drink okay. with your meal. As long as right. you order but food. You can't, it's not like any other state where you can like take your drink. To yeah, your so if you've play. ever been to Dave and Buster's, you can take, you know, like Blitz and Chips, you can just take your drink with you to the video game. And a lot of them have like holders, cup holders on the video game or a little t- a little table next to it if the video game doesn't have that built in where you can play and drink and have fun. But because they are going to allow kids into it, um, they do not allow you to take Because, you know, those kids are going to be like walking past the machines and just be like, whoop. Just Sneaking take this drink. Um, but I don't think that's a huge deal. I think it's something that the fact that we have a Dave and Buster's, you can leave your drink at the table, go play a game, come back and drink. Now, they they are uh, trying to get 
the okay from the DABC via the the new law that has been passed for basically for the jazz VIP stuff. So it used to be when you got a beer in like the VIP area where they do the dinner thing at the jazz games, you couldn't actually take that across the threshold into the arena. It was against the law to do that because of the, the little seated, the seated area. Well, mean? we talked about this a little bit with like uh, hotels and stuff where they you have an event, even though it's all the same liquor. It's two different liquor licenses and and use, and so they don't let you walk around with them. Yeah, so you talk. One hundred and thirteen of these. Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, it's a huge chain. It's so fucking. It's fun. so fun. Even I like it, and I don't like video it, games. So they have this is the this is a place that introduced. Okay, so Fruit Ninja is a game. Have you ever played that on your phone? You ever seen that? Okay, they have a giant screen like the size so, of our TV. So yeah, they put it on a screen that's about the size of that forty-three inch TV right there. That's now a touchscreen fruit ninja that you can like swipe with, with and like it's so fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's just a stupid video game, but it's a lot of fun. You get to have a drink and, and play, play a game. Game. Uh, it's it's like a, it's like a card little card thing, and yeah, so you swipe it's your like card. Gambling. No, yeah. it's like it's like a lot of yeah. games. No, you get tickets like and then you go buy little prizes. Yeah, it is it is like an arcade in that sense with a lot of tickets at many of the games, and you go buy prizes. But they have a lot of adult oriented prizes as well. And the thing is, with Dave and Buster's versus like most of your arcades, like the Lagoon Arcade, unless you have a season pass holder and go to the arcade every time you go to Lagoon, like saving tickets is impossible. Your tickets occur on your occur on your card. And you can save them over months and months and months and then go turn them in. Uh, so, but I just, it's its a lot of fun. They'll have pool tables, I'm sure. I haven't been yeah. in, it's an old Sky Bar space, isn't it? No, oh, they got rid of the food court and put it there. Oh, it's where the food court was? Yep. I'm excited to go see it. Um, they'll have, you know, a lot of Dave and Buster's have like the tabletop shuffle boards, uh, pool hall area. Do they have ski ball? I haven't been for, I only oh, went one time in, they have ski ball. in New York. I guarantee they have ski ball. They have one in, like in Denver. That, that's in where Denver. we went when we. That's how I was introduced to it. Is when we went to an RSL game. I like their burgers. And to be fair, their food's okay. I mean, you're not going there to eat dinner. Like you go eat there dinner to eat dinner, dinner because there, it's there. But, but that's not why you're going there. You're going there for the experience of getting to play video games and having an evening and. It's a fun place to go on a date, and and it's a date. So this always dates for me was always weird to go to like a movie for a first or a second date because you don't fucking talk to each other. Yeah, you just sit there. It's stupid. Yeah, folks, if you're listening and you're you're dating, don't don't go on movies for first dates. No. So you want to do something fun and interactive? This is a place that you can go do that. You don't have to drink to enjoy it. I don't think you're going to get. And then you can find out face. if the person is competitive or not, if you can tolerate them or not, because winning and losing games changes a person. What? Well, some people are oh, really that bad. Just was really telling about yeah. the two of you. But some, <laughs> well, no, some people are really bad losers, and so it doesn't matter that it's a fun game and you don't care that it, that you know they'll still be like ah, and they'll get all cranky and stuff. So if you can tolerate that, great. But if that's something that would bug you, you'd find that out. Sadly, the Barnes and Noble is closing, though. That is sad. Yeah, but so this is, I think we've talked about the Gateway a couple of times, but the Gateway is reimagining itself. And I'm, unlike the Salt Lake Tribune, they're actually doing it successfully. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just so bummed, but it's just, 
it's not something that wasn't seen coming with the Tribune. I mean, it just wasn't. It's been telegraphed for years. This paper is folding. Um, so anyway, uh, the gateway is changing. So they build the gateway for the Olympics, and everyone was like, are you fucking morons? You're building an outdoor mall in a place that has snow six months out of the year. What are you doing? The gateway was a huge hit. They they tore down the ZCMI Center. What the hell was the Crossroads? Was that the name of it? Yeah. That was the name of it. And they Crossroads. tore down Crossroads. I couldn't remember I it the other there. day. So they tore down both of those malls. The gateway's up. It's got like a year. And then they start building the fucking Megaplex. City the gigantic, massive city center. Jesus City Creek. Shopping mall. City Creek Mall. Okay. Uh, Jesus' Mall. Um, God's, God's happy place. And uh, they gave it a roof. A retractable they, roof. They gave it a roof. Um, there's part, a it's roof. indoor, outdoor, so there's there's a lot of both types. It spans two city blocks, just church, like the, the gateway. The church had a lot more money to put into it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's beautiful. It's Don't beautiful. get me wrong. City Creek is an amazing shopping center, and it is a shopping center. But they did it on the back of basically this, this huge other shopping center being built four blocks away or whatever it is. Uh, the gateway. I don't even know. It's four blocks. And away. in a gnarlier neighborhood too. And and, and uh, so the gateway started. All the shops were leaving and going to City Creek. Uh, and the gateway made some intelligent decisions. They said, "You know what? Let's uh, let's not let's not let this space go to waste. Let's create an entertainment district." And so they've been bringing in restaurants and um, doing stuff with concert venues and attracting other uh, types of businesses to come and and patronized there and uh, I think they're finally turning it around it seems to be it's really is a perfect area too for something like that and you know when they created it with the mall there's parking which is you know oh, nice by the way and by the way there's parking at the gateway if you go to the farmer's market you can park at the gateway for free just that's saying. true just get your little ticket from their boot from their booth so uh, just I think the gateway is doing a fantastic job there. It does suck to see some of those places leave, but I'm guessing it's not like they're going away forever. You can't. They're they're not. Stores you just got to go to Sugarhood. You just got to go to Sugarhood for Barnes and Noble. Look, bookstores are another place. There's a Barnes and Noble in Jordan Landing. Yeah, but bookstores are kind of like the Tribune. They're slowly disappearing. Well, so Barnes and Noble has done stuff to to keep themselves somewhat fresh. So coffee we've got bars. The, the, the coffee bar. The kids section in these bookstores is, I don't know if you've been into one lately, but the, the mm -hmm. children's section is way bigger than it used to be, much more interactive. Um, they have a big focus on their e-readers, the, what is it, the Nook or whatever stupid yeah. e-reader they have. Um, and, and they have, like, if you go in there, there's a huge chunk of the area now devoted to, like, board games and mm -hmm. collectibles and music, too, still. And, music uh, and so... They are doing, uh, I think, a pretty good job of transforming their brick and mortars. Into they still have maps. I bought maps. Why did you buy maps? I bought maps when I went to Scotland. It's weird. You know, your, maps. your phone has maps on it, right? You didn't know what this, the reception was going to be over there in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's an industrialized country. It's not. Um, you haven't been in the middle of Scotland where there's nothing. <laughs> I've been in the middle of Wyoming where there's nothing. <laughs> I can imagine it's similar. <laughs> um, just less pretty, probably, in Wyoming. Um, so, anyway, yeah, Gateway's doing a lot there. Um, you know, something else that's disappearing is uh, Great Salt Lake. <laughs> well, it's been disappearing since the beginning of time. Since I mean, it, it used like, to be Lake Bonneville, and yeah. it filled this whole area where we're sitting. 
But it's receding pretty dramatically now. It's down, what, like 11 feet? It's always crazy to look at it from a plane and how much that it's receded. It's down 11 feet since 1847. Yeah, so 150 years, roughly, 160 years, and it's down 11 feet. 11 is a lot in terms of... In terms of a lake. A lake is that size. That's significant. And that's why you see the, the shorelines pushed way back and... Um, there's really no chance that Saltaire is ever going to flood again, you know, <laughs> like those types of things. <laughs> uh, those pumps that, uh, what's this flip put in? They're super useful. Bangator. Yeah. The Bangator, Bangator, yep. Bangator pumps, the fucking worthless Bangator About pumps. bankrupt the state of Utah. So dumb. So <laughs> dumb. Um, but yeah, it's, it's drying up. And there's actually a lot of concern about the farmland that's going away, that's on the agricultural lands that surround it. So when you get up into Weber and Davis County, there's a ton of agricultural land that's all getting eat up. It's just like the farm that we were talking about. Um, uh, is it Bangator Farms? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bangator Farms that they're trying to take his land so that they can put more development in. Um, that's a concern. Eventually, we're going to run out of places to grow food, people. Um, it's not good. So that's a big concern that we're losing that land. Well, and where, where the the lake has receded right up against it, it's pretty useless. Yeah, it's salty and it's, shit. It's not good land. For, no. Yeah. I don't know. Dr. Brine Shrimp Skeletons. <laughs> Can you actually see brine shrimp skeletons? I mean, they're pretty damn small little things, the brine shrimp. Jeff is Jeff is looking at a brine shrimp guy, like collector person, to ensure. A collector, a brine like shrimp. no, no, like a like, like a farmer. A, yeah, thank you. I, I got to tell you, I want to go on one of those Great Salt Lake cruises now. I do too. I'm intrigued. It sounds. Let's it sounds do it. Let's do fun. a field trip. Should field we? trip. She did a group a group trip yes. to the Great Salt Lake for a cruise for a dinner cruise. That would be fun. That would be fun. Now that I've had someone tell me they went on one and it was amazing, I I feel like I should go. Who on told there. us that? Was that Tanner? I think it was. It Tan- might have been Tanner. I was thinking it might have been Val. No, it was a woman. It was either Tanner or Val. I think it was Tanner. It was definitely not Val. <laughs> 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 I don't mean that in a bad way. Just the last time she was here, we didn't do that with her. So, all right, it so. was. <laughs> I just want everyone to hear the, the papers. A... So, um, we have great intentions on this show of doing fun things, and we're going to do some fun stuff next week. We're going to talk about Utah stereotypes. Um, but, but, but but sometimes our our we have emergency things that happen, and so our guest couldn't make it tonight. So that's why yeah. you hear us. It's not an emergency. It's Ramadan. Oh, yeah. it but like, but, so today's but first day of Ramadan, like, and the guest that we were supposed to but have But it causes today. us to, to kind of, you know. But well, what I was saying was, good. is we have, we always have tons of stuff. We have a surplus. We yes. Was, uh, we always have a ton of stuff. And when we find a plethora? a plethora of potential. Um, <laughs> <Potential>. <laughs> I'll break that down. Plethora of potential. <laughs> a potential I'm worried plethora. if we go on this cruise that we're going to like bottom out on the lake if this is a situation. Are you calling me fat? No, I mean like there's no, not dude, enough lost water like 25 pounds. for the boat to sail. It's a good thing I have no, plenty, plenty for that. Lake. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's not going to have much sinking potential. <laughs> so anyway, um, as we go through the show, like occasionally we'll have... Uh, we find articles and, and stuff from, from various sources. We all kind of bring them together. And by we all, I mean Jess and I uh, bring stuff together. <laughs> I put stuff in last week. <laughs> 
Um, but we, we, we occasionally have big lists and stuff that we want to talk about because we all love Utah that we sometimes don't get to. Uh, and that is in large part because when we have a guest, we, you know, the guest used to interview used to be like 15 to 20 minutes. And we've just found that the guests that we have on the show like to talk and they're interesting. And they're interesting enough that we want them to talk. So we keep the conversation going and most of our interviews end up being rather long form, like an hour long. Um, and we're a two hour podcast and we just run out of time sometimes. So I have a huge stack of stuff. We try not to waste things here. Uh, I have a huge stack of things. So I'm going to ask you guys what you want to do. So we have five famous attractions lost to history. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I remember that. I remember when we were going to talk about that. We, we still have the all places in Utah stuff that we didn't all get going through. Um, so we had we went through like mm, half of them. Um, we have... Uh, creepy facts about and legends about Dugway. Hmm. We have everyone's going to know what our shows are going to be about when we have emergencies. Uh, <laughs> his, Utah's latest historic uh, landmarks, National Historic Registry. I think this is a stupid architectural article for Jeremy. <laughs> uh, twenty awesome Salt Lake things you ne- twenty awesome things you never knew about Salt Lake City. Hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. I like the first one and the let's, 20 awesome let's do that things. first one. Okay. So we're going to do five things, five famous Utah attractions lost to history. Like your mom. Like your mom. <laughs> she's not. My mom is not lost. She's not a famous Utah attraction. My mom is a Wyoming attraction. <laughs> my mom is not lost. And my I, mom is very much part of my life. And I use attraction in a very, very loose sense. <laughs> Maybe what? an amusement ride? <laughs> yeah, maybe. She was loose. She's an amusing she an ride? Yeah, a loose attraction. Um, wow. Uh, happy Mother's Day, Mom. She's not going to listen to this. She doesn't even know I do it, probably. Uh, you didn't okay. even give your mom anything. Did you even wish her a happy Mother's Day? Mm. I wished her a happy Mother's Day. Uh, Castilla Hot Springs. <laughs> Castilla, is that how you say it? It's Castilla. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure it's Castilla. Castilla. Uh, in the Spanish Fork. So well, that says it right there. It's Castilla. It's in, in Spanish, Spanish Fork. There's been a lot of hot springs that have come and gone over the years. This says Castilla Hot Springs in Spanish Fork is one of them. It was founded in 1889. It was, uh, had a dance pavilion, a saloon, a baseball diamond, cottages, a sandstone huh. hotel. Ooh. Wow. Sounds kind of like Yellowstone. Or not Yellowstone. Lava. Lava hot springs. Lava hot springs. Well, it sounds like the one that used to be on the west side where Saratoga Springs is now. Yeah. So in the 1940s, a fire destroyed most of what was left of the hotel um, and uh, it was torn down. So now there's only a few ponds that are created by the springs uh, that uh, are still there. Oh, that's so, sad. I wonder if you can still access them. Or if I'm sure you can because there's, there's hot springs down there. I'm sure you can just go lay in the pool. But yeah, the, what is it, Diamond Fork or something that's down there that's it, some, some hot springs? Isn't that where they always used to go, like, skinny dip in the hot springs was down at Spanish Fork at these ones? 
and Saratoga Springs, any hot springs. Yeah, any natural hot springs that are that are. Uh, and then it's like Dante's Peak, and then they burn <laughs> up in the hot spring. Like the idiots in Yellowstone who jump into the. So speaking of Yellowstone, <laughs> speaking of Yellowstone, because those crap. hot springs are fucking full of sulfuric acid. Like the pH content in those. There's signs everywhere that say don't fucking touch them because yeah, they're so acidic. Speaking of Yellowstone, what summer, about that that eruption that oh, that steamboat geyser has yeah. been going crazy. It hadn't erupted. Like once like a week, 2004 like, was yeah, it, the last time. I was going to say, it's been like, like 10, yeah. and, and now it's like years. once a week and 300 feet in the air. Yeah, it's the biggest geyser in Yellowstone, and it is. so rad to see. Yeah, they haven't, no one's seen them yet. Uh, the, the first like three then or four. And how do we know that they're going if nobody's seen because them? Because they can still see the steam coming out of it, and they they have seismographs all over it. Um, the la- I don't know about the last one. They might have seen the last one, but up to that it point. It was like last week. Yeah, the like four or five leading up to that, they had not, no one had been there live to see it. Like they had tried to get there in time when they thought it was going to erupt, and they, they just didn't make it. So you got to understand, Yellowstone's just now starting to defrost. <laughs> Or, oh, that's true. Because the snow up there is, is Are you telling heavy. me this picture is not real then? No, that picture is real. And they have cameras and stuff up there, but they, they were not close to it when it erupted. Because you can actually, Steamboat, you can get pretty close to it at the park. You can walk pretty close to it. But uh, th- How about all of it in, I mean, I know it's not Utah, but there's tons of Polynesian culture here that Hawaii has 18... 18 fissures, fissures right that now. are open. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to watch how that's grown. Look, it's it's cool as hell. I, I, the, I, the big island on Hawaii is just simply amazing to me because you can see the old pillow lava that's up in the, the hills. Um, you can see the forests that were destroyed by lava flows that still have the standing stags with no leaves because they were all burned off and the trees are dead. Um, and And... Then you have beautiful lush green area on the northern side of the island and beautiful coves. It and was 2014, by the way, not 2004. Okay, so it's been like yeah, four, four years. years. Um, but it's an active fucking volcano. Like, it's the most That's active the volcano. That's the only island on the that planet. has them, though, still, right? Yeah, Is it's that the only island with an active volcano on it. The other islands yeah, are. There are not. some islands that are disappearing in that island um, string because. There's no island anymore, and the water just constantly just eroding at it, and, and that's yeah. that's what's going to happen over thousands of years. But you know, Kilauea is an active, a very active volcano, and there's another so cool. There's another active vent off the southern coast of Hawaii, forming a new island as well. Um, but the, the but Kilauea is really cool. But the thing is, is if you're building your fucking house next to that volcano, there are safe places, probably safe-ish places on that island to live, like up in the northern area of the island, because the volcano's not really active over there. That's a safer place to live. But these people live on the southern side of the active volcano. Like, it's... You've got to expect... And it's not cheap to live there. No. Well, it's not, but there's also... It doesn't actually require a lot of money to live there, like once you have the home established. Um, But... I just think it's crazy. You know, if, you, if you're living there on that island on the side of the volcano, that's just got to be something you accept as part of your life. As a well, po- as it's a like living in New Orleans or in yeah, the Midwest. living below sea level with the seawall and the ocean right. right next to you. That's just a dumbass idea. Like Or in Florida with alligators. Like, <laughs> it's just real. Well, Florida, America's wing is going to be covered in water within 10, 15 years. America's probably, wing? So. 
anyway, we, we kind of got off topic there, but <laughs> I, it's cool as hell and seeing the eruptions and seeing the stuff coming out of those fissures and the slow moving lava. Like when we were there, it was going into a neighborhood as well and it was slowly taking over. Like you could see it slowly taking over a chain link fence and stuff. It's just cool as hell to see that stuff actually happen. So there was, I, I don't know if I told you this, but when it first started, wasn't going for like a week now, two weeks almost. Two weeks, yeah. Um, I was reading through some comments on Twitter and a, a volcanologist was like, this is so awesome and, and blah, blah, blah. Somebody under was like, how can you say that? This is people's homes and livelihood. And I was like, he's a scientist. Like, this is a big deal for him. <laughs> I just yeah, I mean, that a, I, you put your home on the side of a volcano. Well, it's it's like it's not something a live active eruption like that is something that you don't get a chance to right. study. And for yeah, and for often. a scientist to be able to finally have the opportunity, like that's well, amazing. and that's the thing with Hawaii because of how active that volcano is. Volcanologists love that island to be able to study all that stuff and get all that data walking it's, out on those fields is so cool it really is it's one of the coolest experiences in my life um the other thing i was going to say about the the volcano what they're really worried about is an eruption like a massive eruption not the fissures opening up like mount lava. st helens yeah they're yeah. worried about the, the crater blowing again because um, as the the lake fills up, the crater lake fills up with or reduces the lava drops below the water line. Basically, once it gets below the water line, you get a ton of steam and pressure, and that's what causes those explosive eruptions. So, but there's cool if you want to go look out there. Like there is amazing time lapse footage of the crater filling up with lava and and from right space down. too. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 cool. It's cool. So back to Utah. <laughs> It's all relevant. It's all hot springs. Uh, so this one's not the Alpine Sliding Rock. So it used to be a favorite uh, of sweaty hikers, really. This is KSL <laughs> from like a month and a half ago. Um, looking for some cool refreshment on a hot All day. hikers sweaty. So it's a smooth, natural water slide in the hills of Utah County. Um, it had a slide and a swimming hole at the bottom of it. Um, it's always been on private property, and as of December 2014, real estate development plans were put forth permanently closing it. <laughs> so, it doesn't even say where in Utah County. Utah County is pretty ginormous. I was up in up in the mountains, up on Alpine. <laughs> it's a it's a Utah landmark, but technically, since it's on private property, it is not. A landmark. Yeah, and not open to not open to people. So, how about Nutty Putty Cave? Oh, this is uh, this is recent Nutty Putty Cave too. I've is been it? there. I've been in there. So it was explored in 1960, uh, first explored, um, and they were getting like 10,000 people a year. Um, it was named after the clay that was inside of it. Um, it. In 2009, John Jones got stuck in the cave. What kind of a name is that, by the way? Uh, but he got stuck in the cave and died. Um, and they never recovered his body. Nope. They can't so get to it. He's still in there? Did he fall? Hey. I, I remember of it. No, he got so... <laughs> so when you go in the Nutty Putty Cave, which if you asked me to go to it, I couldn't even find it. Well, you can't go in it anymore now. They right. sealed it with concrete. But when you climb in, you're fine for the first little little part it's like a regular cave that you're going down into but then there's a little teeny tiny canal that's called the birth canal 
that that's probably where he got stuck and you have to get down not on your hands and knees but on your stomach and you're like pushing yourself through and then it comes to this really huge drop that had like a rope that you could go down that's as far as I went then well, I turned around and went back that's out. like if, if you actually know people that go spelunking that yeah that's what they do that's like, a big part of what they do they're they're going through these small spaces mm-hmm. hoping that they can get back out. Hoping yeah. that they don't get stuck. Because eventually... And, did, and they made a movie about him, too, about him and this, too. But So, but yeah, I remember when they closed that. I remember when he got stuck and they couldn't get him out and he just died. I don't get claustrophobic, but once I got through that, I was like, I have to get out of here, so... My cousins went further in, and I went out and watched yeah. If the you want to go, if you want to go see a cool cave, go to Timonogos Cave. They're doing bat class, a bat class in a couple weeks. Nice. Teach you about bats. Nice. Yeah. Oh, hey, speaking of the Great Salt Lake, the uh, Salt Lake Showboat, Utah Lake or Utah Lake Utah Lake Showboat. Holy shit! Oh. They has, wow. <laughs> so it was a popular attraction during the Depression. The SS Showboat was the real deal. Show, S-O, uh, S-H-O. The, I mean. the vessel was 90 feet long and 22 feet wide and was all about escape. You have to read that nicer. It was all about escape. <laughs> uh, we'd take them out to Bird Island. Uh, they had onboard entertainers, a dance floor, skiing stuntmen. Wow. Uh we're all part of a nice afternoon out on the algae bloom filled Utah Lake. That's great. They need to make that again. When they build that city, maybe they can add one of these. They're not gonna fucking build a city. <laughs> so was it like was it like the the showboats they have down the, yeah. go up and down the Mississippi? Is that that kind of a deal? Was that the idea? That's what I it sounds so. like. I think so. I wonder like if we can find an old picture of it. I'm gonna look this up. Uh, and then the last one is Saltair. Um, so Saltair that we know now is just a concert venue. Um, it's got a bar. Um, it's a big open area, but uh, it used to be a huge thing. What it was dubbed <gasps> uh, the Coney Island of the West, and it had it. a big Ferris wheel, and it, people would go there for picnics. And yeah, there's a merry-go-round on the lake, a uh, roller coaster, um, but it nearly burnt down twice. Yeah, it, so it was like the yeah, that's cool. That's crazy. Well, I'll be damned. They're looking at the showboat, folks. The showboat, USS show. Uh, folks, showboat. The Geneva Resort. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the original salt tower burned down twice. Yeah, twice. Twice they burned down. How do they burn it down when it's in water? Uh, well, and that was the other thing. It flooded as well <laughs> multiple times. So um, basically all that's out there now, there's a couple of the rail cars that are still out there, right? There was. I- Did they get rid of them? I don't know. They, I People don't know. just shit in those is what I hear. Um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> did, did we talk about that on this podcast? Like we did. Yeah. We did, did you know Lagoon used to be on the Great Salt Lake? That it wasn't originally yeah, where it is? I, yeah, did it you was talk all, about that, that before? N- no, but that's I where it, that it, was a, it was originally like 30 miles. It was like a resort. It was, yeah, it was like 30 miles west of where it's at now, roughly. That's so um, rad. Right on the shore of the Great Salt it Lake. It was called Lagoon because it was in a lagoon. Yeah, in a lagoon off the lake. And it wasn't until like the 1940s or 50s that they moved it inland. Um Maybe even earlier than that. So, so it didn't suffer the same fate. Yeah, basically. I, I like how the, they've mentioned some of the other things this list should include, and one of them is the 49th Street Gallery slash fun, fun dome. dome. That place was awesome. Oh, that was, place was amazing. The best mini golf course. They had laser tag. Park City Silvermine. I remember that. That wasn't that long ago that they closed that one. Yeah, they, the haunted houses there were the best. Um, 
the haunted house at, at the Silver Moon was crazy. Yeah. Because they took you down into the mine, into the haunted house inside the mine. That's so terrifying. No matter how scared you are, you can't fucking get away because the walls are rock. And you can yell as loud as you want. They're not finished walls that have been decorated. They're just raw rock from the, the center of the earth. So Bridal Vale Falls, I remember when the tram broke. That wasn't all that long ago either. There was a tram that ran there? Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. so many there people was a restaurant. I don't know the restaurant There was a restaurant up, up at the mm-hmm. top. But wow, I didn't know that. Had, Probably like in the 90s is when it broke. They had, it was a really bad winter, and they had a slide of some sort, and yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Geneva Resort. What's Look at what it did to my fucking hands, that putty. You're, blue You're a smurf. They're You're gross. blue and glittery. You're turning into a troll. A smurf. smurf. You're turning to ogre. What? Ogres are green. And ogre. I'm sure they can be any color. They're green. All right, so we have time. We're going to do another one of these. Which one do you guys want to do? The last one? Sure. Yeah, Wasn't that so. the other one that you said you wanted to do? I think it was. I don't know. Okay, so this is um, from Salt Lake Insider. I was doing at work. It's uh, 20 time. awesome things you never knew oh, about Oh, the flood of 83. City. My oh, dad yeah. made t-shirts about that. There's a monster in the Great Salt Lake. All right. <laughs> There's a monster! So, yeah, this, There's one in Bear Lake, too. This thing is... Not is, anymore, because now the Great Salt Lake is too shallow. This is, this is uh, a picture of uh, State Street, um, where the Eagle Gate thingy is. Not um, anymore. That's not there. They moved it. Oh, yeah. Right? They moved it from there to where it's at now. But anyway, this is a, a picture of a street in Salt Lake that has sandbags and a river running through it. Because in 1983... A river ran through it. Uh, a river <laughs> ran through Salt Lake. It flooded downtown Salt Lake. It was massive. It was crazy. Um, and we went to... Uh, Hoover. Hoover Dam. And they actually talked about 1983 because that's the highest... Uh, the dam, the water level has ever been down there. It was like within five feet of... Going over the top of the it's, dam. It's actually the only time other than the testing that they've had to use the, 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 the overflow, the overflow mm-hmm. spillways. Um, and it was like they, they, they talk about when you walk out on the bridges to the intakes, uh, how when you walk out on those bridges to those intake towers, I mean, now you look down and it's, it's 150. Far. Like you'll die if you drop. It's 150 down. feet or so. You won't die. Um, but there's 150 feet or so. No, it won't. It's just cliff diving. It's deep down there. You have to um, land right or but, it will hurt. But it's like 100 and 150 feet down to the water level. And they said, yeah, the water was within like five feet of the top of those bridges. So 83 was crazy. And you don't think about the desert having that much water, but we totally did. I remember that because my dad made T-shirts that said, I survived the flood of 83. And I used to ha- I had one until forever ago. And it had a picture. This picture it had the... The gate, the Eagle Gate, and then the flood underneath it. This list is really rad. Um, by the way, Sandlot is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. Sandlot was filmed in Utah. Yep. Dumb and Dumber, Pretty Bird. Yep. I hate that show. Okay, so why? Okay, stop going off list. That's not. It's the second one right there. Oh, well, I'm still on the first page. Yeah, it's It's right. The second one right there. We we had a whole episode on on, uh, things filmed in Utah. Yes. Uh, So the monster in the Great Salt Lake. I I didn't know about that. The North Shore monster. Now, this is is what I wanted to read for you, Jess. A crocodile-like body and the head of a horse swimming around in the lake. And it probably has ants around it, too. That was back in the 1840s uh, when they saw that bullshit that wasn't real. (laughs) 
<laughs> they were smoking uh, the peyotes. See what else is on here? Um, Wait a Utah minute. has this, the greatest uh, snow on earth. This is things you never knew. Like obviously everybody knows because it's on our license plates. Yeah, that that's dumb. Let's skip ahead. Okay, so this is. I, I want to talk about the greatest snow on earth. I don't know if I've explained. But we why just decided to skip. Po- I don't care. I don't know <laughs> if we've explained why on the podcast before. And this 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 sums it up. So the Wasatch Front has a perfect combination of temperature, humidity, or lack thereof in this case. Right. Frequency of snowstorms, etc., to make a powder just so damn fluffy and perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, that doesn't exist. So Utah has a snow. Snow has a snow density of eight point five, which means that only eight point five percent of it is actually moisture. So this list wow. came from Salt Lake Insider, and Dustin Brome, who wrote that, is hilarious. By the way, so uh, his writing's pretty good. Um, so props to you, Dustin. Um, but. That there really is the best snow on earth. It is super fluffy, super airy, powdery stuff, and you will not find it anywhere else. Uh, so that's that's why we call it the greatest snow on earth. And when we say people should come here and ski, when guests say that, that's why. Yeah, and you know, unless we keep having winters like this last one. So I like how we always claim that it's the world's first KFC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. the world's first KFC. Franchise. franchise location. So back in the 50s when uh, KFC was getting kicked off and they came up with this idea of pressure cooked chicken and wanted to send it around the world. Um, it's funny because they called it Harmon's Chicken back then. Yeah, Harmon's KFC because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pete Harmon was the one Are that bought the same it. Harmon's as the Harmon's grocery store? Uh, no, no, this one's Harman, not Harmon. Different Harmon. Um, probably related in some way back in the days of genealogy. Um, <laughs> you that, that, har- that KFC is still there. Yeah, still there. 39th South and State Street. Uh, they are one of the few KFCs that have a buffet. That they have a buffet. Um, and here's the thing. Normally I'm against buffets, but when it's a, <laughs> when it's a fast food buffet... Um, are you in? Food's exactly the fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same so goddamn thing. Like, but now yeah. I can't eat any other chicken. I, so I eat Harmon's, like the grocery store chicken and Pretty Bird, and that's pretty much all uh, the chicken I'm ever going to eat. Popeyes. Yeah. I had Popeyes for the first time yesterday in weeks. Yeah. I don't go to KFC because fuck KFC. It's not that good. Sorry. It used to be, but it's not anymore. Uh, this is, I'm not, I'm skipping the next one. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Wait, no, the Utah Jazz originally came from Nor- New Orleans. People may not know that that's why it's called Utah Jazz, because the yeah. jazz has nothing to the, do with my Utah. Fav- my favorite is, uh, I, I, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the one, the Will Ferrell movie, the semi-pro movie. There's some show and they talk about, uh, there's like a whole series of events they're going through historical and they're like, and the jazz moved to Utah where they don't allow music. <laughs> <laughs> or dancing. Yeah, so. Well, uh, and I think that the that us being completely underwater is interesting because we were talking about the Great Salt Lake and we did talk Lake about Lake Bonneville. Bonneville, which is what the Great Salt Lake was when it was across all of this valley that we talk about, the valley that we talk about that we live in that, that creates the Salt bad. Lake valley. Yeah, that, that creates the bad. Um, air quality used to be a lake and we live on a lake lake. bottom and so um some of the the cool things are bottom feeders we are bottom feeders bottom lovers so um yeah so we used to all be underwater didn't know the walker center tower lights reported the weather yeah either red or blue Uh uh-huh I, did I knew not that. Know that. I, I had no idea that that, that was yep. red or blue based on the weather. So uh, if it's yeah. red, it means rain. If it flashes red, then it's snow. 
And then if it's blue, then it's just clear. Does someone have to this set guy. that or does it no, do they have it attached yeah, to a, like an actual yeah. thing? They set it and forget it. <laughs> <laughs> that Thanks, clap. Ron. Set it and forget it. <laughs> I, did I tell you, I, Thanks, saw, Ron I saw someone with a club on their car <gasps> the other day. Really? Like you so didn't. That's Straight awesome. up on the steering wheel. It was one of the old Hondas that can just be started. Oh, that was the yeah. first thing the cop asked, by the way. Uh, with with Cassie's thing, if he's she like, had a club? We, no, he's he's like, what kind of car is it? Was it like an '80s or early '90s Honda? I'm like, no, it's a Jeep. He's like, oh good, it's like because it's probably stolen <laughs> one of those cars because they can because their ignitions are so shitty. Like you can just shove anything into the hole and turn Twist it, and it starts, and they get stolen. The number one stolen car is is early '90s, late '80s Hondas, uh, Civics and Accords both. So just so you guys know, in case you were wondering. Um, we were we were wondering. We've talked about this. We're the gayest city in America. Yep, we're so uh, happy, and that's something a lot of people don't know. Like <laughs> Salt Lake is a Salt Lake is is a very LGBT oriented and friendly community. A lot of senior LGBT seniors yeah. move here. Um, it's very friendly to them. It's uh, we have great Pride Days. We, in fact, we'll talk about it uh, again next week. Um, so Real Salt Lake, our our soccer team uh, has teamed up with Brandon Steinecker to offer. Not just scarves. So they have pride scarves. They're really cool. There's a summer and a winter scarf, um, rainbow colored with some Real Salt Lake stuff on them and some Major League Soccer stuff on them. Uh, and then other merchandise as well that they haven't announced yet, but it sounds like they're going to have uh, shirts and and uh, flags and stuff like that available. So I'm excited for that. Uh, but that's just, you know, Salt Lake's uh, prideful. Uh, we're, we're awesome. <laughs> I like this. The Great Salt Lake is so salty, you'll float. Okay, so this is true. Salt Lake eats more Jello per capita than anywhere in yeah, the world. Yeah, we so talked funny. about that. Uh, we're yeah, going to be talking about that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember so what we talked but about. Did it. we talk about the? So next week we're going to talk about Utah stereotypes, and that's one of the things that we we're going to talk about. I did not realize that we actually did eat more per capita than anywhere else, though. That's pretty. Crazy. I love Jello. When we're on our diets, sometimes we tend to make a lot of sugar-free, sugar-free jello, jello so that when we're having a sweets craving, but it makes me have to pee a lot because so, it's like mostly water. <laughs> so Salt Lake, unlike a lot of cities, Salt Lake has really, really wide roads. Um, and that was so Oxkirts could turn around in them when they the planned, actual Salt Lake City. Yeah. When they planned the city, that was one of the things they were planning. So if you go into a lot of cities, um, especially in the downtown area, the roads are fairly narrow. There's not a lot of room on them. That's not the case. A lot of ours are, all the city streets are like four lanes a lot of times, like two and two. Uh, but you get lane. just outside of downtown. And they go back to narrow. Into the avenues and they are so Well, yeah. I mean, tight. once you get up into the, the stuff that was not necessarily part of the original plan, that, that sort of changes. But the original planning, that was all pretty, it was, it's all very gridded. I mean, it yeah, is off a, off a grid. Everything's gridded. I mean, even even outside of Salt Lake. Yeah, but it's not gridded to the same measurements. No, but they're all, but almost all of our cities are are gridded. Like even if you go down to St. George, it's gridded. Yeah, because well, and as you move out west, you you see that more and more in western cities. But when I say we're smarter than the east, when I say gridded in Salt Lake Valley, so there's every city it seems like in the state of Utah is. You know, State Street, you know, east and west, 100, 200, 300, 400, and then north north and south, excuse me. Um, Salt Lake City, the city blocks are a specific distance apart. Like when you're in Salt Lake City property, 
proper, first south to second south is the exact same distance as second south to third south, and third south to fourth south, and fourth east to fifth east. They're all exactly the same uniform distance. Uh, and is it seven blocks to a mile in downtown Salt Lake? Something roughly like seven blocks to a mile. Um, the further out you get, the less that yeah. that is held well, true to. Well, they from that tradition. But uh, th- that is a, another thing that's relatively unique about Salt Lake Valley is because of that grid system, it doesn't matter what city you're in. So we're out here on Kearns. We still use the same street grid system. So 5,600 west and 6,200 south in Salt Lake Valley still follows that it's same still grid all the way back to them. 56 blocks away from Temple Square and yeah. 62, you know. Same with where I'm at, 132nd. It's 132 blocks, blocks away from downtown yeah. Salt Lake. You get into some cities where they have their own city blocks and and Salt Lake's blocks, and that's, that's weird. So, but like, when you go down, you know, when you go down to like, when you go down to well, they have they have names they don't have different numbered blocks in Salt Lake County when you go to Utah County you'll be on 800 north in Orem and then all of a sudden you're on 5200 south in Pleasant Grove like it's stupid they all it's switch. the same street and you're like what happened yeah how what, <laughs> what the that hell? was just at 800 north why am I at 1700 south like a block later yeah unlike the Salt Lake Valley where Midvale just went well, we'll just keep the same, you know, streets what? or whatever. The biggest manufacturer of rubber chickens in the country. Yeah, we've discussed this novelty. before. I did. Did we really? Yes. I did not know we were rubber chicken makers. Well, I, son of a bitch, we've had this on this show before. We are hipsters, though. That is true. Rubber chickens. I'm writing that down. That's in my show notes. <laughs> rubber chickens. I bet you. I they, remember for the next. I time bet you it was in your show notes from the, the last time we talked about. I it. don't remember talking about it either. I don't. If it makes you feel so, really, we, we talk about being Silicon Valley number two. I swear we have. People, if you heard this on the show before, please let me know because I may be going crazy. I think you're going crazy. Okay. Yeah. The others are the others are stuff that are pretty common knowledge. Yeah, we've think, talked about so. Silicon the Valley. The Eagle Gate Mount Monument has been moved. It used to mark the entrance to Brigham Young's property. Yep, we just talked um, about that. SLCC is home of the LDS Church. SLCC. SLC. So like <laughs> home of the LDS Church, and then the Spiral Jetty, which the Spiral Jetty is so fucking cool. It Have really you been is. There? Huh? Have you been? Yeah, I've seen the Spiral Jetty many times. Well, many a couple. But I have not. Me it's neither. cool. It's really cool. And the picture does it justice. That's pretty much all you need. Does <laughs> a picture? Yeah, the back is a, the last page is a spiral jetty at the bottom. I know. But I don't think that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> well, do we want to make a, another stab at another one or uh, talk about anything? We got about... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about anything. We should probably talk about something. <laughs> should we talk? I mean, we got about 20 minutes left. I don't, this is an odd predicament that we didn't have enough content prepared. Uh, I admittedly have been a bit busy and slacking. Yeah, you've been, you've been helping hey, how me the a bee, lot. How the bees doing, Jeremy? Producer's oh, yeah. Thought. Talk about the bees. Talk about the bees. I'm, yeah. I'm curious because it's been, a, uh, what, two weeks? Because now the queen's weeks. out. Saturday will be two out. weeks. So I checked it last Tuesday, and the queen was out of her cell, so it seems to be doing all right. I'll open it again this weekend. And see where they're at. Yeah, because you don't want to open it too much up front. You've got to give them some privacy. The queen needs time to fuck her mates. There's a little time to settle in, get the baby maker going. <laughs> open this fucking back up. I gotta, <laughs> she's got to start pumping out larvae. 
and then spraying her hormones all over the place at an alarming le- at an alarming rate. So yeah, I'll check it this weekend. But um, all signs seem to be okay. When I've gone out there, there's plenty of bees swarming around the hive. So oh, that's good. House. That's good. I need some pollinators. You're kind of far away, and I my understanding they is my, my understanding I have is flowers. bees don't like weather vortexes. <laughs> that's probably true. So I planted all my stuff. Um, Only two things died. Yeah, the, I think I left them in the little planters too long. Um, they're definitely dead. The one cauliflower plant's definitely dead. And then but, I was thinking I should... But you knew cauliflower might die because it was... Yeah. You can still get another start. Well, and that's what I was thinking is maybe I'll go get some starts. Um, you should go over, since you work over in that area, go to Kuahara Farms. It's on 90th, like 90th. 89th South and State Street. They used to be on 123rd, but um, that's what, but they they only have their flowers there now. Like oh. all their like major plants are at their 90th South when the sun took over, and that's where I get my start. So I gotta figure out what I want to plant because I don't know that I want to plant cauliflower. And I it gets don't. big. It gets ginormous. I know, but I don't know if I want to plant more than the one. Um. I've never had luck with cauliflower. I grew it only one year. It's apparently really tough to grow here. All the stuff that I was reading said that it likes to have roughly 60 degree soil temperature. And if you're not maintaining that, then it's not going to do well. Um, But I don't know what else to plant because I feel like the pepper plants aren't going to take up. They're they're the best looking. They don't get very big. Yeah. They have 69 varieties of tomatoes at the Wasatch Community we Garden. We don't like so. tomatoes. And I won't fucking grow a single one. I can't because of the acidity. I'd have to find like a, a hybrid or one of the, um, what are they called? I bet the tomatoes like tomatoes. chicken shit. Do you guys grow tomatoes? Yeah. Do they like chicken we shit? We don't like tomatoes at this house. Mm-hmm. No, they're fucking gross. Yep, and the corn. The corn likes it too. Mm, so I, I put it corn. in the corn bins. Did you roll the corn in the chicken shit? Before you serve it, no, is that? no. But when you made that stuff with the cheese, that, that was that was. Good. You know, okay. I gotta talk. About, I'm gonna talk about this. Oh, what am I doing? I don't know. What I'm are you doing? On my, are you uh, sitting on my headset cord and was like pulling the plug out. Okay, so you guys all saw this. I'm really excited. You guys. So I went to Kohl's. I got some Kohl's cash because um, I had to buy new shoes because my old shoes had holes in them. Um, that's neither here nor there. So I had <laughs> this free Kohl's cash. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to use this. This is my last day to use it. I'm like, oh, fuck, Kohl's sells KitchenAid stuff. At first, I was going to get a swimsuit. But then I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I want <laughs> I want either a pasta sheeter or a grinder attachment for my KitchenAid mixer that Brie got me for my birthday last year. I'm like, I'm going to get one of those things at least. So I, I go and I look. And not only do I have that $30 in Kohl's cash, but I'm also in their stupid rewards program. So I basically have $50 of free shit from Kohl's. Plus, there's a coupon for 20% off. So anyway, I ended up getting a sausage grinder mm-hmm. and a sausage stuffer for my KitchenAid mixer. Are you and Heather is just as excited first? as you are. It cost me $8 for shipping and tax. You know, I asked if you were making pork sausage first. I, I missed yes. part of the conversation yes, so, when I got here. So uh, I am uh, starting with a pork sausage, a sweet pork Italian sausage. Um, but I got this in the mail the other day, uh, and I am so effing excited. Do you want scissors? I'm I'm so excited to to do this. I, I like how you just decided to say effing randomly. I know. So I'm, 
It's the emphasis. It's just excited. It means fucking, by the way. If if you want me to say fletching or fudging, it's all the same. Well, that's what I mean. You always say fucking. fucking. You always say, but suddenly randomly decide to say effing. Fuck off. What the hell? Those are like dildos. Little. Those little Doesn't look that like dildos is, at all. Very uncomfortable. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so I was really excited to get it. Uh, I got it, and all I have done since I got it is read on how to make sausage and, and talk watch about videos it. and talk about it. And I, Jeremy came over, and I'm like, "Oh, check this out!" And I make him go upstairs and look at <laughs> the meat that I've cut. It's well, just fucking and, pork that I've cut up. And we were talking up. to Heather, and she's all, "Can I come over and watch you stuff your sausage?" <laughs> 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 sitting there and she has to watch me stuff sausage. Oh, Jeremy, so. I love your wife. Um, <laughs> She's but, awesome. So so I'm showing Jeremy it's just a pork shoulder that's been cut up into chunks. It's it looks not, delightful. But it's not it's just a bag of meat. Bag of meat. Uh and, and then I make him smell the spices that I've mixed together to put in it. And then I got home and he did the same thing to and, me. And Jess got here and I made Jess smell it and look at my, my meat. She came upstairs <laughs> and I made her look at my meat and smell that my spices. Um and, and then Bree came home and I made her look at my meat and smell my spices. <laughs> I'm so excited to try this, and I really hope it turns out well, or I'm going to be very disappointed. But I will keep trying. Amazing! It's you. Come on. And so I will. I will keep trying, and uh, hopefully the first batch will turn out good. Uh, But I've probably spent four or five hours, like laying in bed reading how to make sausage before I go to bed. That's. Breeze demonstrating. It's a rabbit hole, huh? I, I'm so excited reading all the, the different techniques and um, watching people do it on YouTube. YouTube is, an, is a fucking marvelous invention. Can I say that? It's true. Being able, like when we were kids. No, you can't say that. Well, I did. When we were kids, uh, you know, if we wanted to learn, like car car repair, for example, Remember the manuals you, you had, had to, to buy? go find the Chilton. Yeah, manual the Chilton manual at the library, um, or go to like Ace or AutoZone and hope they had it for your car. You get the Chilton manual. That was a common. Thing I remember there. going to the library and then photocopying the pages. Yeah. for the repair you needed to. Yeah, make. and you got, and you're just hoping that like you can figure it out from the schematics because there's no fucking instructional video for this shit. No. Uh, and, or, that or you go to a mechanic and you don't want to do that. You want to be able to fix it yourself. Uh, I've gotten over the fixing it myself part, by the way. I fucking take it to a mechanic now. Um, but now you can go you know, look it up online, see like five different people repair it and find a good video and watch it done. And same thing like with our bathroom. I've seen 50 different ways people fucking tile and mix mortar. And so I've never done some of that shit. Uh, Bree has, though. That's how I figured out my canning for my beans like two years ago when I canned beans. Watch some YouTube. <laughs> Watch some YouTube videos. It's a fucking fantastic invention. Uh, it makes me very, very happy. I, I cannot wait to make the sausage. I have an announcement to make really quick. It's coming through. The Sugar House Rye Whiskey and Oat Soap class is full. That does not surprise me. So you might be able to message them and ask to be put on a list uh, just in case somebody needs to back out. But I told you it would sell out. Yeah. Well, we can just go in. This is the kind of editing that I could do if I wasn't lazy and edit out the stuff about it. But No, because we, they like, will have we more. still like to talk about it. And they will have more classes. It's, it's way good for them that it sells out so fast. Have That's you, good for them. Have you started yeah. using your soap yet? Mm-hmm. I started just, using a bar of Chris's soap. <laughs> is it good? I haven't used that like soap it. yet. I'm still mm-hmm. using the shred my skin. It's soap. super, super mild smelling. No, it's got oatmeal in it. 
Oh. But it's still very abrasive, so it doesn't The bear ones, it's nice. I like it when, when Bree's in the bathroom and I decide to jump in the shower and I'm like, hey, babe, come scrub my back with this bar of soap. And she scrubs my back for me. <laughs> so his, his old Bree, like, hated it if he took a shower while she was getting ready. And so he still asks me. I'm like, how does you being in the shower You know what I don't me? ask, though? If I can pee while she's oh taking God, a shower, I, I come that. in and pee while she's in the shower all the time. <laughs> and, I, and I will say things like, uh, put the razor away. I don't want you to cut my dick off while I'm peeing. <laughs> it's just pee. What does it matter? Is I it, don't want to see you pee. Well, don't stare at my dick. I don't. Just turn around and wash yourself. I do. Close your eyes. You pee in the shower while you're in the shower? I don't pee in the shower. <laughs> oh, I do. I pee in the shower like every day. If I, you don't pee, fine, I don't look. Pee. If you say you don't pee in the shower, you're a liar. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's different for women. I don't want to call you. If a you liar. pee in the shower, it just dribbles down your legs. See, it doesn't dribble down my leg. I have a hose that shoots it a away hose. from my body. We were <laughs> having a discussion with our friends about how long a woman's urethra is compared to a man's. It's not very long in comparison. Quite yeah. short. And okay, so but you, you maybe just when. At least for me, and I think this is this is normal, guys. This is going to be pee talk for a while, people. So just chill out and hold on. Hold uh, it. Hold, hold it. Pinch it off. Um, so That's for the wrong kind of talk. For me, uh, when I jump in the shower and water hits my wiener, it's like, oh, I got to pee. It's like jumping in a pool. When water hits your wiener, you're like, ah, oh, shit, I have to pee. Really? Even if you peed right before you got in the pool. Is that real? Makes you think twice about going to the public pool, don't it? Yeah, everyone pees. Is in that there. real? Like you it's really? real for me. Is it it's happen not, to you? It doesn't happen to women. At least it doesn't happen to me. Not, uh, not per se. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's, you. Maybe it's just right. me. But the sensation is like, even if I just peed, oh, hey, uh, you still got to pee, dude. So just, just let some out. So I just go because, uh, you know, it's not like it's not like the morning pee where I'm standing there for five minutes peeing. <laughs> it's the it's the just little trinkles come out. Trinkles? Trinkles. That's a new word. <laughs> Little trinkle, little tinkle, tinkle comes out. <laughs> and, uh, this is too much information, babe. So I should roll this back a little bit. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe our audience wants to know about my pee habits in the shower. They're probably disgusted and like, oh my God, I'm never listening to that fucking show again. He if pees in the shower. If two years, then I think we're still okay. You know what I I've been, so you know what I've been super proud of is while you've been sharing with the bathroom with the girls, it really hasn't been as awful as I thought it was going to be. Mm. It so here's why been. it's not <laughs> here's why it's not awful for me because I have a whole night for the bathroom to dry out after fucking Sean gets done because she, she doesn't close it. So she was in the bed, she was in the shower the other day. We have a curtain, and I needed to go in and get something. And so I'm like, I'm coming in, and she's all okay. So we've talked about her sitting in the shower and eating and stuff. So she's just sitting there. On the, well, she didn't close the curtain. When when she says sitting there, it's not figuratively. She's literally sitting on the floor of the shower. Playing Chinese checkers. J- just fucking phone sitting there. Usually. She's just she's a waterproof phone. <laughs> Apple says it's waterproof now, so she's just like so. taking that for I can fucking shower with it. But uh, but yeah, she doesn't close the curtain, and so then like I don't put it. Water just fucking comes out. I don't of the use side a rug shower. in my bathroom because I have I, my hair is so long, like it's just always full of hair. Rugs so are I just bacteria use a towel. cesspools anyway. So so I just use a towel because it, it I just can wash it every week, and I it, you know whatever. So that towel is always soaked. But 
But honestly, I really thought sharing the bathroom with two teenage girls. The 15 girls, fucking bottles of shampoo that are all empty on the side <laughs> of the tub pissed me off too. But yeah, but how does that affect? See, he's much, like, it's not that bad. The worst Bug part, the, the thing that bugs me the most is our hamper gets really, really full because both girls are using it now. I'm putting their wet stuff but right in there. But guess what they're doing? They're putting their clothes in the hamper. They never did that in their bathroom. That's because they'd get fucking yelled at every day if they didn't, and they know it. And so, so while it's annoying, it's also kind of an, a, a nice thing. So, anyway, it hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. The station has been stellar today, by the way. This is my president of the United States station. It's a good one. They played Shut Space the door, Hog baby. earlier. Shut the door, baby. Shut the door. Don't say a word. <laughs> Fucking Sugar Ray. There's a dude that had one song that was good. The 90s was all of those, like Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba, mm-hmm. Flagpole Sitting by Harvey Danger. That was like the only good song good. they had. Eh. I like them. Sugar Ray hosts a show on satellite radio on Saturdays. Does on pretty. 90s on 9. Yep, he does. He's like, this is all I got left. <laughs> this guy did something, I guess. Yeah, he ran out of money a long time ago. He was on Celebrity Big Brother. So when we went boxing on Monday... Javi came in and he was like making fun of the girls' music that was doing or that was teaching, and I realized that like I liked every single song that she played and I like sang along with everything. And so I'm like, I just looked at him and I'm like, I like all that music. It's like it's depressing. And then he like turned around and played a depressing song. What? You looked like you were going to say something. I did, but then I didn't. So uh, I did, but then I didn't. I'm just going to close in saying that uh, with your arms crossed like that, and you say I'm going to close. I yep. feel like you're going to say a Mormon prayer. I don't know how to do that. Um, <laughs> um, just like that, with your arms crossed, just that. like that. Bless everyone to go home <laughs> safely. Please follow us on Twitter at TNU Podcast. <laughs> um, you can go to our website, thenewutah.com. There's lots of stuff up there. Um, there's recaps of the show, but there's also a lot of stuff. Jess posts things about the everyone's one thing. Um, she will post links to businesses. Um, go check out some local Utah businesses. There's a lot of fucking cool stuff in this state. Um, stay away from Walmart. Uh, visit someone local. Um, Don't eat at Sizzler. <laughs> you're just fucking asking for salmonella <laughs> if you go to Sizzler. And you get what you get when you do shit like that, people. Um, really, just don't fucking do it. Shut the door, baby. Don't say a word. And don't go to Chuckarama, even though it's a Utah original. Don't fucking go there. You'll get sick there. Oh, too. the Golden yeah, Corral. There. The Golden Corral is not a Utah original. I'm saying don't go there either. No. But you can go to. Go- it's better. Well, they have those nice rolls. Here's the common theme. They're both buffets. Just don't fucking go to buffets. Just go to KFC buffet. Or you can go to the KFC buffet because it's the same shit. If Popeyes food. had a buffet, we could go. Oh, I would fucking be so fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me not to go to Popeyes every time I drive past it. I'm like, oh, no. I feel you. Just go home. Just go home. Don't. You've got food at the house. You just have to take a couple minutes to cook it. Don't fucking eat Popeyes, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs>